0: Welcome to Talk is Jericho, it's the pod of thunder and rock and roll And uh, today the classic album Clash returns Very popular uh, series of shows here on Talk is Jericho And this time it's Metallica's Load versus Reload That's right, On the uh, month of the 26th anniversary of Load's release We're going to talk all things about these two records And to join me, I've got a couple diehard Metallica fans To debate the songs, production, and artwork on both albums Frankie Gazarian returns, and of course, my buddy from AEW and SCU, and he's joined by a former pro baseball player, Cody Decker, who also hosts the Swings and Misses show with his wife, my buddy, Jen Decker, uh, on Radio.com, every Monday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. PST, and I'll tell you guys this much, we all did our homework for this one, and I know that uh, Load and Reload do not have the same number of songs, which is one of the rules of the classic album clash but you hear how we got around that coming up in just a minute uh so before we get to the classic album clash thanks to everyone for hanging out with me saturday night for the 11th edition of the sunday special uh it is now the highest rated Saturday special since i started this 11 weeks ago when the pandemic hit 12 weeks ago so thanks for bringing uh, uh, all the great questions and doing the uh, come together sing along with me we'll do it all again this coming saturday night 9 p.m eastern on facebook live and on my official youtube channel Bring your drink, drum up some good questions, bring your sing-along requests, come hang out with me Saturday night, at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live or my official YouTube channel. All right, it's time to get to the classic album, Clash Metallica. It's Load versus Reload with Frizz Kiz, Frankie Xarian, and Cody Decker, here and now on Talk is Jericho. So we're, we're talking here, and this is the, the, the big debate. This is really cool because it's a classic album, Clash, Load versus Reload. You guys read the, the title, Little known fact is the very first classic album, Clash, which two years ago, maybe three years ago, whatever it was, was Frizz Kiz, Frank and Kazarian, yeah. and uh, Brian Poe Yeah. It was uh, at, at least ride, three years ago. At least yeah. three years ago. Ride the Lightning versus Master, Master Puppets. Puppets. That's yep. where I had the idea of putting two albums up by the same band That's together. a tough pick, by the way. It was great. And right. then we got Cody Deckers here as well. Hi. Just uh, an asshole. Just, just a normal asshole who's got his own radio show, ex-all-star uh, baseball player. And... We had been talking about Load and Reload for a while because when, when you came down with Postane, he's more like me, an 80s Metallica guy. I said it as a joke. Yeah. Basically. But yeah. it was good because going back to revisit these records 20 years later and understanding a little bit more behind them, it, it, I really was excited about this. And I said, do you know anybody that likes those albums? And you mentioned Cody.
1: Up. Zap,
0: zap. Because you know Frankie, yeah, and I know you guys. Like your 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 wife is Jennifer Sturger, yes. and you, you guys are friends with Scorpio Sky exactly. and the whole gang. So you're kind yep. of in the the brother culture weirdly. Yeah,
1: I'm just kind of like snuck in. Yeah, yeah. through the back door.
0: But you came to the Fuzzy gig in El Paso. I did. What a show! By you, the that way. was a great, great oh, what show. What a blast, man. Uh, Frizz was going to come to the Maiden show, but uh, CD. Booked yeah, Chris him
2: Daniels going to be booked on an indie. In Voorhees Township, New Jersey. <laughs> Which is
1: just Piece the same of shit.
2: God dang it.
1: But no, that El Paso show. So, like, oh. I, I, I went, <laughs> but he brought me backstage afterwards. We had a couple of had a couple of cocktails yeah. and I and got
2: texts from both of you at, yeah. at uh, the wee hours then that's right. when so we said yeah. hey are you available we're to right. do this yeah, yeah, right. and, and I was yep. just
1: like uh and I made some very bold statements about <laughs> this album you did oh, yeah. very bold
0: well we don't have to go too far I'm, I'm not going, going to that but one I'm, of them was that memory remains is, yes, is a masterpiece it is but let's talk a little bit since we're talking about the the, the, the two records and I was thinking a lot about this reading a bunch of articles and doing some preparation like you said I mean I actually prepared for this one because it's not like a ride versus master where you know those songs off by heart Because there's 14 songs on load and there's 13 on uh, on reload and we're gonna do the track by track Breakdown and we'll explain a little bit later, but there's such long albums. Yeah, and there's a lot of songs Listening to, I had forgotten they even exist. Longest album ever, Load, right? Is Load and Reloads yeah. right mm-hmm. behind it? Right, in, you know, seventy six minutes, seventy nine minutes, yep. um, and it's like even after listening to both records, there's still songs I don't remember how they go. I just listened to them last night. Yeah, so I guess I throw this out to the panel. What was it about Load that you first thought when you saw this? Because this is the first album after the giant monstrosity known as the Black Album and then the three year tour that followed. Mm-hmm. And then Metallica comes back with this record.
1: But what was the difference in years? What was it, six years? 91 so, to 96. Five years, so, yeah, five years. Five years. so five years. So five years. So my thought on this album, like, now keep in mind, you got to mind my age on this one. So when this album came out, I was. 10 years old? Because you're 32. I'm 32 old right you, now. I'm in my mid-60s,
2: so this was... <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I'm uh, only my liver. Uh, yeah. I'm 42. And yeah, I'm 48, so, was, so yeah, we have was,
0: three kind of generations yeah. of Metallica fans here. So
1: for me, when I was a
0: kid, this is honestly how I was
1: introduced to Metallica.
0: But isn't that what happened with you too, Frankie?
1: Yeah,
2: well, I mean, like, I was introduced via the uh, And Justice For All, and okay. the Blackout I was all in, but, like, I had to go back and see what this band was all about, and I had to revisit kill ride and and
1: master so the first
0: album that you got hip to was, was Aunt justice. Was justice
1: yeah and then i went back and
0: back discovered was... yeah okay so but the first one you first first one were that
1: i grew up in in my age like my age timeline was load now it wasn't so much the album it was i was introduced to metallica during that year's i think this was 1996 now i might be off by a year or two the 1996 MTV uh, Music Awards. And I think it was the same award show that Kiss uh, got back together and did their thing at the. Uh, With Tupac. Uh, I think it was. No, no, that was at a different award oh. show. They ended the show doing Rock and Roll All Night, I believe, at the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was badass. But during that show, Metallica played Until It mm-hmm. Sleeps live on the show. And. Of that show, that's what I remember. Like, looking back at my childhood, I I remember this MTV uh, Music Awards, and I remember Metallica, and specifically Kurt Hammett, playing that really eerie, almost like 1950s sleuth
0: guitar riff. Mm -hmm. Sleuth guitar very Almost a police type of a very Very dark riff. Yeah,
2: I remember it like it was yesterday. I walked into a grocery store in probably early 96, and I picked up a... God, it might have been Hipparader. It might have been one of these, one of these music rags, these magazines. And I, uh, and it said like Metallica live in Europe. And and I opened up and I flipped to the page and it's Metallica and James has the the ultra Yeah. And Jason has like a weird afro, and Lars's hair, hair, yeah, and Lars's hair is like shoulder length, and um, Kirk's is like shoulder length. I'm like, oh, they all cut their hair. I don't know if I like that, but who cares? And it's like, oh, new new music on the horizon. And then um, I actually, because I'm a fan club member, I got this thing called the fan can number (laughs) two. And in the fan can number two, there was this documentary called uh, "A Day and a Half in the Life of Metallica," based right, and. On that uh, on that fan cam, they play 2x4 and Devil's Dance live.
0: Hmm. The Devil's Dance is on Reload. And
2: Devil's Dance is on Reload. Really? So those are the first two songs I had heard. Those are the first two new Metallica songs I had heard um, post-Black
0: uh, album. And, the original plan for Load and Reload was to be a uh, double a album. Double album, right. And they, because like I said, I'm reading some articles, they had finished, you know, 12, 14 songs and realized they wouldn't be finished in time to get the album out when they wanted it to. And that's when they said, well, let's split it up. We can do the songs that we have, do a tour, then come back and revisit the other ones. Yeah. So, And James said, it's not like the other 13 songs are the crappy ones, it's just the ones that weren't developed as much. So they went back and worked on Reload after the Load tour. Yeah, they, they referenced that in Some Kind
2: of Monster where they're discussing what, um, what songs to put on St. Anger. And they're talking about it, and they, um, and uh, it's Lars or James, and they. One of them says, uh, "Is this a song? Potentially, Uh, right now it's a jam, and I think we could turn anything into a song." And uh, one of them says, Yeah, I think that's evident by the Load and Reload albums. Mm-hmm. It's like they had all this material and they were going to use it.
0: You know, they weren't going to just let I think it go. Lars's dad in Some Kind of Monster was the best when they play that song, Temptation. What was. a scene. I think this song should be deleted. I, I, if we if should I should get if rid if of were, it, yeah. I
2: would say delete that. Am, am, that
1: am I wrong in finding that documentary, Lars's dad, to be the creepiest is, man but on planet but Earth? He's, he's also the best. He's, he's like amazing. He's, he's Gandalf. A, heavy like, metal I, Gandalf. I want him on every scene in every movie.
0: Phil Towell is a lot more creepier than. That and guy's Tobin yeah, right? yeah, 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 that'll be our next podcast. We'll do a watch along of some kind of. Monster. That's a great There's idea. Yeah. But oh um, so so what I was thinking, like, what do you do after you put out a record like the Black album? Where I mean, that's a monster. Now I think we're at almost 16, 17 million copies sold. So the double album's a nice idea. But here's here's what got me. It's, and now, so you guys, you came in on Justice. You came in, Cody, and Load. I came in at Ride the Lightning. So. I grew up with the thrash Metallica. And imagine my dismay when it went from Justice to the Black album. That was a hard pill to swallow. But you really listen to it and realize it's one of the best albums of all time. Fast forward five years later, like you said, the first thing I see, because I was working in Japan a lot, was there on the front cover of Burn magazine, and Mm -hmm. it said Metallica, and they crossed up metal, and it said rock Metallica, And I was like, well, that's weird. Because then you see them all with the short hair. Kirk and Lars have makeup. They're dressed like pimps. Cuban pimp jackets. Cuban pimp jackets. Yep. I kind of like
1: the look. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie. I get Metallica, but I, I kind of Okay, so that,
0: that was fine. But then combine that with this record. Like, the first song that I heard was Until It Sleeps on the radio. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine where we're coming from. You're coming from Ride the Lightning and Four Horsemen and "Freaking Disposable Heroes to "Dyers Eve to, you know, even Wolf and Man and, and, and Through the Never. Yep. And then it's Until It Sleeps and they look like Cuban pimps. It was too much for my metal brain to endure. And it, it, I couldn't take it. I exploded. I was like, "What?
1: Now, I'll what freely, are they doing?" I'll Whoa. freely admit, like uh, Ride the Lightning is my personal favorite Metallica album. I okay. think it's just from start to finish, everything about it, it, it has everything you it's want. Hard to argue that. It's uh, a great I album. just love the album. Yeah. That being said, looking back and looking at the whole progression of Metallica, and at this point in their careers if they were still coming out with more thrash music and still rocking the same look that they were rocking with and just, uh, forgetting for, like Master of Puppets, well, sure, of it was going to get to the point where, honestly, it would start looking sad. Well, yeah, and like you said, you talk about James'
0: Ultraman, that looked brutal. I was Terrible. Like, it just cut it. Terrible. So oh, it, it was. It was the cutting of the hair didn't bother me. It mm. bothered me a lot more at the time. I remember Bruce Dickinson cut his hair, then James Hetfield cut yep. his hair. It even
1: bothered me, and I didn't know enough about Metallica's <laughs> past.
0: I got the same flack when I cut my hair in 2007. It's like, how can you? Me too. Jay, and you too, right? Yeah.
2: But to your point, though, like the the image change was like it wasn't just you that was like shocked by that. Like every so drastic, yeah. it was so like every like every rock media outlet picked up on that, and like like. What other band other than the Beatles when they all like went to like longer hair like what right. other band Was that scrutinized For just the way they looked so their hair It was incredible what, man
1: Other bands brought it up Remember Allison in Chains Jerry Cantrell their, Buried uh, them Yeah they did it. that live uh, What was it It was unplugged right They put Friends don't let friends Cut their hair Right Friends don't let friends Get
2: friends haircuts yeah. They, they said so they looked Like they were on the cast
0: Of Friends yeah. Well and yeah. also too I remember And, and this is something I was reading this, some articles That James was saying That he kind of Sat back and he followed He said when you're in a band And there's four guys This was Lars and Kirk's thing Yeah And you have to compromise so I followed along. I wish that I hadn't. Yep. But you got Lars and Kirk. I remember they were they were they were tongue kissing each other. Oh, it was very a strange weird time. But, but it, it was but also but like, Lars and Kirk, like so weird. Like yeah. yeah,
1: but a part of it, I think, was like almost kind of a cool. It was almost like they were trying to do like a Bowie thing, like a weird yeah. evolution
0: type yeah, thing. And what's again now? Looking back at it, hindsight. I right, think it right. was it, you know everything has led to where they are today. You know, It's like when you look at Kiss Meets the Elder, the whole concept of the Elder, and the way they look, they had cut their hair for the Elder too. But that was actually,
1: if you actually listen to that album, The Elder, that is a good album. Well, Paul Stanley will say that you're crazy because he hates it. There's there's three jams (laughs) on that. But
0: dude, I, I, as a long time Kiss fan, I agree. There's ebbs and flows to a career. Same with Metallica. And that's why when I wanted to go back and revisit these two records, they're really good. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. There's really good material on it. Yes. Much like... Use Your Illusion. If you have both those records and you pair them down to one album, which is what we're going to do today, we're going to do our choice between the two. It's actually really strong.
1: It's so funny you mentioned that. He and I went, to, Frankie and I went to lunch right before this, and we actually talked about Use Your Illusion One and yeah. Two. And I explained that my favorite album of the '90s is Use Your Illusion 2. Is that the blue one? That's the blue one. Locomotive, man. That's oh, the what best a Guns N' Roses song. song ever. But, but I mean, y- there's some other jams. Like, Get In The Ring, where they're up. just decided yeah. to...
2: Yeah. We were talking about top albums of the 90s. Yeah. We were talking about we, uh, we Chili do- Peppers. I said Blood Sugar Sex yeah, Magic yeah. is on my top 10. Yeah, of that. I agree. Yeah, that's a great... I,
0: lo- I love Get In The Ring too. where this is, uh, in this oh. corner weighing a combined total of 650 pounds, Guns N' Roses, there's six guys in the band. <laughs> they all weigh a buck, yeah. A buck ten. My God. Watch out.
1: Izzy straddling this. Is he's worth about 98 40. pounds? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but well, like I said, when you go back and revisit, the, revisit this as an older uh, fan and looking back 23 years, it's been, I get what they were doing, and I think one, uh, that kind of led them to. You know, St. Anger, which led them to Death Magnetic to, to Hardwired and kind of back in the groove. Again. Here's, uh,
2: real quick, you know what I think is the missing bridge between the Load Reload and the St. Anger albums, and I don't know if we'll ever hear them, but I hope we do, is the presidio stuff they were doing what, before. Never heard them. Heard well, nobody, nobody has. All we've heard is what... We've heard on the Saint Anger movie, yes, right. But it's like I would love to hear those tracks. you well, know, like, they, I wonder they
0: submitted and then took them all back, right? Right. That's where Temptation should be deleted was Tem- on yep. that. Yep, <laughs> yep. But that, and that's what I mean. Like I think when you have a band that came out of the '80s, got so huge on this record, they're probably as weird as it sounds, a little bit lost. Like, what do we do? We're not this thrash metal band, and we've gone to this different... Lars completely changed his drumming, so do we go back to that, or do we take it even more to the extreme? Yep. And that's what they
1: did. Well, I'm feeling like, during that time, between the Black Album and Load, what really happened in the music culture, especially with rock music, was the entire grunge, grunge era. Grunge, good right. point. So now they have, to, they have to navigate the waters between right. metal and rock with grunge but not only thriving but dying yeah. in that time. Right. So now you have Alice in Chains, you have Nirvana, you have uh, STP, all STP, these guys you have Soundgarden. Yeah. So now this different type of metal that is now in that era, now they have to kind of navigate through that, not just to not to take their sound, but now to navigate their new
0: direction. And it's a great point too because if you look at the big four of thrash for example, you have two extremes, right? You've got Slayer who never changed and were Slayer all along. They're mm-hmm. like ACDC. They, yep. could, they were able to navigate the 90s by just not changing. Yep, They weren't at their peak, but they just said, fuck it, we're going to be Slayer. But yep. I can't name a single Slayer Okay, okay but, from okay, the 90s. But let me just oh, say, yeah. Then you got Metallica, who morphed and did what all great bands do, survived and adapted. Yep. Then you got Megadeth and Anthrax, who did not do well in the 90s when they tried to right. do the same thing. You listen to The Risk by Megadeth or Volume 8 by Anthrax. Yep. Terrible. They were barely hanging on. It was it was the visionaries of James and Lars that were yep. able to take them through the nineties and keep them big.
1: Couldn't agree more. I actually like Risk, but I feel like Risk was three years too late. Okay. I feel like Risk had some them. had some really good songs there. I, I Crush 'em is kind of a weird like kind of b- anthem. B- b- but insomnia
0: is a really but once kind of again you're looking at something like maybe if it was a Dave Mustaine solo record or like the best example as a as a as a big time fan of the '94 Crew record with John Karabi. it's it's oh, yeah. one of the best records. It's
1: amazing ever
0: as but a standalone. Stand- standalone. It sure but is wrong yeah. name right. for the wrong Motley Crew. If they you know obviously they wouldn't change the name to the Crew, but if it would have been the Crew or some band that just came out of nowhere, right. That album would be a
1: classic. And, and it was amazing. It was, it really but people was.
0: did not want to hear. Uh, motley Crue with this guy singing these songs iron maiden the x factor is very similar it's a great record but not for iron maiden
2: right and another thing Metallica at this point you figure they're just coming off the black album which is massively successful so these are guys that were doing well and now at this point they're all millionaires right. like they're all like it's it's a game changer so it's like they're at the first time they're the first point in their career where they can go like we can do what the hell we want yeah. like okay kirk you you know you yeah. have a lot of blues influence that you want to get out cool james has james too. obviously some like blues and some country stuff which we hear with like songs like mama said and stuff mm-hmm. let's get it out who
0: cares you know like it, we're it, gonna- it's a great point because what i was reading too is a really good point is that you know metallica was influenced by a lot of different bands and the new wave of british heavy metal the the yeah. diamond head and then yeah. uh, you know the uh, killing joker where all this was with budgie and all that stuff was their original incarnation this incarnation is the influences that Cliff Burton had a lot of in the sure. REM and the Leonard Skinner and the Molly Hatchet and the Almond yep. Brothers yep. and Hetfield had the Thin Lizzy and the UFO. Yep. It wasn't just Ardent Thrash. There was a lot of just hard rock. ACDC. Yep. Lars loves Phil Rudd. You can yep. tell because he's playing like Phil yep. Rudd on this record. Yep.
1: There's a couple songs in here that they they there's two bands that I always remember Lars and James both always talking about, and that's uh, Diamond Head, mm-hmm. and the other one is uh, Deep Purple. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's one particular song in this album which you you brought to my attention. Um, not who was what was the base? Jason Newstead yeah. was a co-writer on which was Where the Wild Things Are. That's one of his like three writing credits. I, think. I don't think he has any on this. Record. He has Where the Wild Things Are,
0: but that's it though. I looked at that's both. it right. That's, that's
1: his it. only that's, one. Yeah, the other two right. credits on the black. Elm. This right. particular song is almost kind of weird, but it's really good. But it has so much little deep purple like influences in it it almost reminds me of uh sweet child in time uh said it, time, yeah. you said
2: it's it's uh three songs
0: in one almost yeah, like yeah, it's, I, yeah. I, I
1: described that song as like three songs yeah two of which are great the other <laughs> yeah. well
0: we'll get we'll get into to that, that. but let, yeah. let's go into the 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 covers for example the, the actual covers of the record blood and semen blood and semen was bar- was load uh, uh was yeah, or I think it was Piss and Blood. Yeah. Piss and Blood. Piss yeah. and blood. Uh, done by the same guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, uh, name was S- S- Serafino or something like that. Anton, this. what the hell? Anton was his Serafino. Yeah. And, uh, Andre Serrano. Andre, okay. So, yeah, a- the first one was Blood and Seamless. This one uh, for Reload is Piss and Blood. <laughs> XX so that'd be 26 is XXV126 not to yeah.
2: be confused with piss and blood 25 yeah, exactly. which, which is, is a right very Still different right, thing. Yeah.
0: so obviously so just so you know the, the, the original if you guys are playing along at home check out the load album cover uh, that's not a painting that's actually yeah. cow semen bovine semen and blood on a on a, a two slides that they just pushed together and that's what you had thoughts uh, I didn't like when I first saw it, I was like, "Is it fire?" Like I didn't know what it was. I, I,
1: was, I thought it was fire up until like three years, right? <laughs> like a
2: lava lamp, yeah. maybe. And then I remember reading about it. Like I bought one of those. Remember when they used to have those magazines that was just all about one band, right? And so I bought that magazine, and they like had a big article on what it was about, and it was like, "Oh, this," and they. What you just said—they described it—and I remember reading an interview with James where he said he didn't like Aided it. it. Yeah. He didn't like it,
0: yeah. And like he and once uh, again, this is
2: Lars. This is Lars and Kirk driving and the Kirk's dri- art, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, and they didn't even uh, uh, tell you the title on the record; it just said cover art by.
2: But it's like there's. That's but if right. you look at their albums beforehand, they were so, like, Master of Puppets. You look at the album cover; it's iconic, right? And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Master of Puppets, Ride of the Lightning, same thing. Black album, same thing. Black, you know, snake here, yeah. logo there, Load piss and it's is a that, load oh so you mean like you dropped your load like a, well, what is that? that like i don't
1: another thing why call it load um, you guys... i i'm not i have no problem with the titles of the album
0: what is the actual the, what is the what, why did they call it that i, I don't, don't know you know what i used to think this is the 90s culture if you guys were 90 you guys were very young but i had a car it was a uh a fi- a firebird i don't remember what the hell it was no it was a Fire, some kind of... Oh, sunfire, sunfire. I don't know. Anyways, uh it was basically the first kind of nice car that I had. It was a 94. And when you put a CD into the, the CD thing... Said load? It would blink load. Okay. And I was wondering, like, maybe that's, like, you're guaranteed to know the name of the CD. I'm like, better reason than any. I well, thought it was just like it, they yeah. had a load of songs. Maybe. I thought... That I don't know.
1: I, I actually liked the load and reload... Uh, Titles and here's why I like the titles because it really felt like this was a double album that we didn't get the double album just a year apart. I despised I didn't I don't I don't hate I don't hate I despise the album cover art. Um, for both? For both. Yeah. Not just yeah. one of them. Both of them. I think the, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Like you said, you go through every single Metallica album, it's iconic. Mm-hmm. Ride the Lightning, that's iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Master of Puppets, my God, yeah. that's the most yeah. iconic imagery I can think of in
0: music. Kill them all. Yeah, it, the it's camera, like Metallica hammer, was going... Hammer, yep. I yeah. mean, I've got I've got justice on my arm. Yeah, Look at that. There was yep. something you could, yep. you could draw and you could make a t-shirt yep. out yeah.
1: of. So like, every album, I, I feel like Metallica was on that Iron Maiden thing where every album cover was just just flat-out iconic. Right, classic, yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, there's semen on the cover. And I'm looking at this like, why is this an album cover? It just makes... I understand they're trying to go in this weird direction. And the album the album itself yes. is enough of a deviation. Right. That's you what, didn't it, need it, to go that far. But full. it was too
0: much. That's what I mean. It was like you're kicking a... It's like you're in a boxing match and you're fighting the new Metallica and there's an image, there's a body blow and there's a style change musically, there's a body blow and there's two of them making out, there's a body blow and then there's a cover with called blood and semen, there's a blood and then there's a changing of the logo. Yeah. there's another one. The Metallica the M, M. They just went with the M. Was gone. Yeah, they just, the classic liked, hooks yes. were gone. This is I, actually where I actually disagree. I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad because yeah. we've done it with Fozzy. When we did the, the "Did You Want to Start a War" record, we got rid of the classic Fozzy, mm-hmm. classic Fozzy F, and yeah. made it more of like military, which looked much more contemporary. Where this looks like an '80s logo. I'm just saying it was too much all at once. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like taking a big piece of chocolate and shoving it down your face. right mm-hmm. eat it just eat all of it I like- <laughs> eat it more i
2: like that this gave us the ninja star that yeah, was cool yeah, because they took the m and made the star out of and him. i, I love that and yeah. i for years used that i'd switch the m to an f and use it on my wrestling oh, that's gear up until just like a couple years ago i used that's that Cool. so i like that but it was just like where's the where, you know yeah. where's the cla-
0: iconic metallica like because they they, they 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 were so far over the edge in changing their image, and believe me, I'm all about reinventing. Sure, that they changed. It'd be like if Kiss took their makeup off and got rid of the Kiss sign and started playing in like, shorts and like if, sneakers. If and they would like, have put yeah. out the unmasked record, the <laughs> musically with no makeup and a different, they would have been done. I'm so glad you said that. That's my least favorite. Of album, course, Kiss by only, far. The only way, reason why Kiss. Lick it up worked with other because the music was killer. Yeah, it was fucking great, and it was heavy, and it was just what you were looking for from Kiss. Mm-hmm. Metallica was the other direction, yeah. you know. Yep. Um. And just to finish up on the covers before we start getting into the track by track was the uh the, the piss and blood. James was saying that it had to, uh, it had to match because there were two kind of sister albums, so that's why they went for the piss and blood. But I think, I mean, you know, I, I think if you're going to get into that, the piss and the blood. And, Semen was much better. Than
2: it's it's so bad, and like you look at like their album covers are so like. And I'm I'm a Metallica defender like through yes. and through. Their album covers from the Black Album on have suffered. Like mm-hmm. I like I think Saint Out. Al- I think Saint Anger is a good album cover. Yeah, it's very blatant to the point. The fist, just you know, orange, bright colors.
0: You but, didn't like magnetic with the cost uh, It's the
2: cool stuff. like it's cool like it kind of looks like it kind of looks like the the female reproductive parts a little bit like that was the that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, big yeah, joke yeah, yeah, right. uh it's it's cool it's very it's very simple and understated uh,
0: Hardwire is pretty good with kind of like the the fly uh, time machine thing where everybody's face is
2: Yeah I think it's one. cool but it's just it's just more like they were so I got
0: gotcha. you
2: Yeah yeah you, you couldn't get a
0: tattoo right, that. like you could right exactly ones, exactly right? All right, let's get the, into the songs here, and we'll start the track-by-track debate. Uh, first, I want to tell everyone how I prepared for the classic album, Clash. I listened to both Load and Reload with my Raycon E25 earbuds. I wanted to make sure I could hear each song on both albums, and because my whole family is still pretty much home all the time because of the pandemic, things at my house are very loud. Uh, we're listening to and watching different things, all five of us, And at least with my Raycons. I do not have to fight to hear my own uh, music or podcast. The Raycon's more compact design give a great noise, isolating fit. It's the only thing I heard was Metallica, which is great. Great bass tone as well. Uh, the Raycon's also have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass, like I said. And they're half the price uh, of those other wireless earbuds on the market. You know which ones I'm talking about. I know a lot of you are doing endless conference calls as you work from home these days. And the Raycon E25s are a great option for that as well. Super comfortable. Super comfortable. You can put them in and almost forget you're wearing them and conference calls have never sounded so good. So get yourself a pair of Raycons so you can social distance in comfort and style surrounded by killer audio and without breaking your bank. I'm going to make it easy for you as well. Right now, you can get an extra 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Jericho. That's buyraycon.com slash Jericho for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. See how good talk is Jericho sounds on Raycon's. Go to buyraycon.com slash Jericho, do it now, and hear your music or your podcast in perfect isolation. All right, let's go into the records here. Uh, Load comes out on uh, June 4th, 1996, uh, produced by Hetfield, Ulrich, and Bob Rock. And then Reload is from uh, November 18th, 1997, so you're looking about 17 months later. Uh, Also produced by Hetfield, Rock, and Lars Ulrich.
2: Last uh, last appearance
0: by Jason on an so album. Last appearance by right. Jason it yep. and I believe last appearance from Bob. No, Bob Rock produced "St. Anger." So, was
2: produced, yeah. And, well, and I, technically
0: they did have the uh, Garage Days album. So Jason did the Gra-
2: Yeah, he played on that. And then uh, Randy Staub is the engineer, I think, on yeah. this album. Which, so last was, Jason yeah.
0: Newstead original. Right, um, yeah, there you go. So, uh, and like I said, as, as we go in, is what we're going to do is we're going to do, usually as you know, we have to have the tracks have to be the same amount. Load is 14, reload is 13. We're going to take Ronnie out. <laughs> and, as <laughs> per the request <laughs> of, our, of our gracious because, host because here. I, I, I find Ronnie is the most un-Metallica song ever. And I'm not saying it's bad. But we can discuss that But now we have our 13 versus 13 And when we do our debate at the end of it You're going to say whether this song uh, Or, or the, there's two songs to debate Whether one or two or both or none Made the is, list uh, so to speak Because we're going to do our, yeah. our super duper Unload, load, reload, reloaded album. <laughs> unload, yeah, unload. <laughs> right. I just,
1: I, I just want to say that I, I spent more time on. I, I have a daily. You should
0: see his notes. Dude, he was showing dude, me. I, mean, I thought I wrote not. a lot of notes. You're like Rich Ward when we do these. The guitar player Fozzie. He'll come with like a book of notes. Oh my I god! Love. I wrote a 12 page book report.
1: Now <laughs> here's the deal. I have a daily three hour like live show that right. you were on today. Yes. And I had I prepared for this. Three hours longer than I did for our live show today. (laughs) Like, that's how much I prepared for this. Frankie, what did you say?
2: No, I was just, he was talking about his notes, and I said, I I prepared more notes for this than I did for my
0: wedding vows. I
1: actually did too. Especially if you ask Jen, like, she'll tell you, like, your wedding vows
0: sucked. I'm like, I got it. All right. So we have uh, uh, our lists, and I've got everything organized here. I just have to get my actual album list that I'm going to take a screenshot of and then I'll have everything organized so we start out the two records with uh, two pretty strong openers ain't my bitch from load versus fuel from reload Uh, you want you want to take it take it uh, from there Frankie
2: yep okay so I remember I literally remember getting the load record uh, driving down to the um, warehouse music store in Palm Desert driving back up to my house in Yucca Valley putting it on and listening to uh, Ain't My Bitch And And I was like And I was immediately into yeah. it I was like Cool It's a cool. great opening it, it really is It really is And um, and that, and that made me optimistic About the album But uh, And then Fuel Like that's Like that's one of the songs They still play to this day Yeah Like that's one of like James Hetfield's babies and So It's and like
0: Every sports game every hockey game they play Fuel you know it's it's made it into that level both I
2: think are great album openers Mm -hmm. man like you know like Fuel obviously is like one of their that's one of their songs going forward that's been on every set I've seen them live
0: since these albums have come out it's one of the two Reload songs that they'll play the other being Memory Remains to this day and age so which one do you go with which one's better the one I picked was Fuel, okay. and
2: um, just because it's a little bit more iconic, uh, it's it's certainly like that one was a video. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I know, and I know that one's close to James. Like James is all about fast cars and street racing, and that video is all about that. And but I I really love Ain't My Bitch too, though. Just it just that song is all attitude, right? But like Fuel's just kind of for the iconic purposes. The attitude's like, on
0: reload, Frank. You don't jump <laughs> in. <right, right,
2: right.
1: laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. See all what right, you did, Cody, Okay, so I, this took me a little bit of time because of all the, of all the songs that you're going to compare the two songs with, Ain't My Bitch is such a badass song. Mm-hmm. Like, just the opening riff to the lyrics to the, the chorus, it, it doesn't sound quite much like a deviation from the Metallica you're used mm-hmm. to. It just sounds like we're getting a hard rock album right now. Right. And, like, I, I wrote for every song pros and cons. This song, I have no cons. I look at this like, James Hetfield sounds like he's having more fun singing this song. For Bitch? Yeah, Yeah, Ain't My Bitch, than just about any song he's ever sung in his life. And it's almost like, I'm almost confused by a joyful James Hetfield. Uh... (laughs) But like the song is just great. Right. It's a great opening to an album. It just it fires you up. You, you, you tell me right now you can't go to the gym and it's that a, song. It's in. a
0: classic Hetfield riff. Yeah. Sure.
2: You uh, notice uh, at uh, the uh, very uh, end of that song, they go into the um, For uh, Whom, 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 the Whom, Whom, Whom the Bell Tolls riff. I remember I remember noticing that when at first. I was like, that's For Whom the Bell Tolls. And they go into it for like four bars. And I'm like, that's great, man. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. And then you got Reload. You got Fuel. Fuel, Fuel a hit. It was a hit. They've used it many times, especially even in the S and M record. I feel a butt coming on. There is a butt coming. Lars. My favorite part of this song is Lars crushing the drums during the chorus. Like it. It's it's just awesome. awesome. Uh, The the guitar riff. The the, honestly, the actual like almost amped up energy. It's like it's finally. This is the first song in these two albums that really picks up the pace. Right. When it comes to like, oh, this is the Metallica I used to deal yes. with. Yeah. Pace, like really yeah. fire. You go frantic. Here's no my here's my problem with load with, with with fuel fuel. The song lyrics, it's about street racing. And every time I think Metallica, the first thing I don't think of is Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, in a way, I love this song for certain th- aspects. But when you really sit down, and listen to the lyrics, this is a goofy. Song. It's like the goofiest, makes no sense to me, Metallica song of all time. But everything else that's with it the riff, the drums, the pace, everything else about it is like a jam.
0: I would have to say that uh, James in this day and age would sit down and go, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that with I desire. Not as cool as I originally thought when I wrote it. Yeah, right? it, uh,
1: it feels like uh, Heaven's on Fire by Kiss. <laughs> but I don't want to hear Heaven's on Fire by, by Kiss Metallica. by Metallica.
0: So which one are you choosing? If I had my pick of the two, well, you do. I'm taking it, Ain't My Bitch. Ain't My Bitch, right. okay. Um, this once again, like after hearing uh, Until It Sleeps and just wondering what the f- is going on, when Bitch came on, I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. It's not fast, but it's heavy. It's good. They lost me a little bit on the slide guitar solo. Uh-huh. That yeah. was my uh, intro. We're like, this is a different band now. This is a different, they never would have had a slide. Kirk guitar. had no problem
2: using the slide on Yeah, the album. and I was Man, like, yeah.
0: okay uh fuel i love how it starts with the james acapella like you you're expecting his metallica always had some kind of intro but this is just give me fuel give me fire and i was like okay yeah uh, a great riff still play it to this day every sports uh team has it but um i do have to go with bitch by a by a hair all right. if there wasn't a slide solo it would be "Bitch" all the way having said that both of these songs Make it onto my They both made record. your list, huh? Yeah,
1: they, um, list. they both made mine. Fuel
0: and uh, Bitch are both on it. How about you, Cody?
1: They both make mine. Both made yours. Both made my 14 uh, super load. Yeah,
0: because we have four, 14 is, is, the, uh, is the max. Yeah, super load. That's the only one me. of them made mine. God, I was stressing out so much about
2: this. I switched two songs on my drive up here today. I've, I've, I'm, I'm so invested in this, dude. Oh, yeah, dude
0: this <laughs> I did. Which one made it?
2: Fuel made it. Fuel made it. Fuel Just made it, ain't yeah. My
0: bitch and make
1: it
2: it well, didn't make it because I replaced another song with another song. We'll get into it. God, I don't know, man. One, one, one more
0: thing about, about Bitch, too, is Ain't My Bitch. When I first saw that on, on, on the record, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, ain't, this ain't my girl or right. it's not my problem. That's how I and saw it. it. Yeah, it's, it's not my problem. It ain't my bitch. And I also love the classic headphone. It ain't uh, my bitch. Yep, yep. <laughs> Only he could get away with that. Uh, then we go to uh, Cody's, uh, actually Cody's favorite, I would assume, 2x4. Uh, uh, versus Memory Remains featuring Marianne Faithful, who has the distinction of banging both Mick and Keith of the Stones. I don't, let's let's not say she's the only one, but she's the most famous the one most, to, bang, <laughs> yeah. to bang both the girls. <laughs> right. right. I said right. she has the distinction. Right, I right, didn't say right. she's the only yeah. one. Uh, what do you think about that one, uh, uh, Cody? All right,
1: two by 2x4. I have my pros. Not a bad song, very bluesy. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. Every time I hear two by four, when that song, I get confused. I'm like, what am I listening to? I don't know what band I'm even listening to anymore. It's not bad, but every time I hear it, it's a great heavy bluesy riff, but it's almost like it doesn't fit. Not only, not only Metallica, but this album in general, it doesn't fit. It's actually one of the songs you mentioned Ronnie. I feel like Ronnie almost fits better than two by four does. Um, it, I just don't know what to say about it. It's almost odd and confusing. Memory remains. Now here, 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 here we go. Here's what's gonna get yep, me. Here's here what's goes. gonna get me. My death threats. <laughs> I feel like Memory Remains is Metallica showing off. This is the song that I think they. You know how we had those three albums. You had uh, Ride the Lightning. You had uh, Master of Puppets and um, Justice. Justice for All. Each one had their they're instrumental. Right. You had Call of Cthulhu, you had Orion, you had uh, To To Live Is The Die. And to me, those are honestly my three favorite songs of each album. This was their version of that, but they decided to make a full song of it. It's heavy as hell. It's got a crazy good riff, but there are multiple key changes that are almost confusing, but work so well that I honestly think this is Metallica's best Musical arrangement of a song they've ever done. Wow. I think it is in so impressive, so much so that they play it nonstop to this day. They used it on the SM record. It I was th- the second
0: song in the set this mm-hmm. last summer's stadium tour.
1: I feel like this is Metallica's. Best musical work they've ever done.
0: Interesting. It might
1: be, and I. This is a not a statement. Most people would say this might be my favorite Metallica song ever. You were kidding when you said you were a
2: Load and Reload defender, man. That's that's a bold statement. No, that's it's a bold statement.
0: But I love the fact you're so passionate about it. I'm looking to see how long it is. Four thirty-nine. So it's not an epically long too. Because a lot of songs on Reload are five, six minutes long, and needlessly so. Right. This one, it could be seven minutes because there's so many parts to it. Kurt
1: Hammett's uh, solos in a lot of these songs get a little, not ambiguous, but a little self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the one song on both albums that I felt like every... You cannot continue the song without mm. that guitar solo, yeah,
0: and it goes into the solo very cool, too. Oh. Bam. yeah. Bam. And
1: even, even down to the Let a song, so what, which one you choose? Obviously, oh, memory
0: remains. <laughs> so, let me take over from this. I'll go next. Uh, two by four, which to me, it reminds me of one of those older Sabbath songs like Saber Kadabra, and that's one thing about it's this record, there's a lot of you might say an ACDC influence, but I'm hearing much more of a Sabbath influence. Because Sabbath never was a thrash band; they never had anything up tempo. I mean, Paranoids about as fast as it gets. All their
2: stuff was blues but based, just based. right. Yeah. And
0: I find they really went onto the blues side, even when you think on the next record, the uh, the uh, Garage Days, they did Saber Cadabra, which is very similar to. Yep.
1: Which is my favorite, by the way, Sabbath song they ever. Cadabra, so, yeah. So two cool. by
0: four, and I also think it might have something to do with the rhythm of it, like a four on the floor, four by four, two by four. Um, Cause obviously you think it's a, it's a, a piece of wood that you're hitting somebody yeah. with, but that's not it. Uh, having said that memory remains L- once again, love the acapella guitar, fortune, fame, mm-hmm. mirror vein, God, insane. Like those are Hetfield classic lyrics. Yep. Yeah. And then to me, the, uh, the ultimate coup de grace, Marianne faithful, just that creepy. It sounds like a witch cackling. It just really sets the tone of uh of this tune kind of written from a strange standpoint too about like a was I'm ready for my close up Mr. Deville like, a, like I can't remember what it's called Sunset Boulevard I think is the movie the Hollywood. which is great
1: with the lyrics a faded prima donna
0: but this is a very rare time when this is not metallic oh, It's not iron maiden or anthrax so they write about books and movies quite often yeah. this is metallic i think one was one they wrote about mm-hmm. a movie and then yep. this one about Sunset Boulevard so uh memory remains versus 2 by 4 Two x four, it's a decent track, but I'm going with memory, and uh, and memory is on. Uh, or should we should we even continue? Should we just give the whole list at the end? I think that's a great way. to Let's. Do I it. think that's give the, the whole end. list at the end. At yeah. the end, okay. I so,
2: picked. Uh, I picked memory. Okay. Um, I remember two by four. I like two by four. I remember remember those magazines I was talking about earlier. I remember buying a magazine and it, and it basically gave a description and a rating of every Metallica song ever, and the the rating and the description of this song was. Uh, I'd rather be hit in the head by a 2x4 than listen to this two, this song. And I was like, shit, it's not that bad, man. Like, it's not. It really isn't that and bad. And I was like, why is this so bad? But like, And I liked it. I liked 2x4. And 2x4, like I said earlier, was the first song I ever heard via that
1: live fan cam footage or fan can footage from like 96. It's funny because when he brought this up to me, the first actually joke I made was like, yeah, you know. I guess we'll just sit around like talking about the good songs and two by four. Yeah. <laughs> but like you guys both said, Memory Remains is like that's still to this day, like
2: it's a classic. And man. James just puts the, the mic up to the audience and they sing the Marianne Faithful part, the na 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 you
0: know, it's 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 a great and, song. And it's funny because if you look at the songs from that era that they play, it's fuel and memory remains. Yeah. Like the one two tracks off reload. They don't play yep. anything from nope. load. Now, right? Nothing. Yeah, but this uh, that particular maybe King song, nothing once
2: in a while, and once, once in a once blue moon, a yeah.
1: But this so. particular song, it's eerie. It's different. It fits like the mold of what these two albums want to be. It almost seems like.
2: And this video we were talking about earlier. This is the first time I thought they looked cool again. Yeah. Yeah. Like James's hair was kind of long. He's wearing shades. They all kind of they got out all, of their uh, yeah, man. Out cute they all and looked Jim's cool thing. again. <laughs> <and> I was <laughs> like, okay, man, they're right. They're back on the right track. Yeah, but yeah. this
1: song, just like, like, just think musically. Like you're a bass player. You're a musician, yes. uh, Chris. You guys are both musicians, like just musically and arrangement-wise. This this song is borderline complicated. It's a good song, man. When Memory. it comes, yeah, oh, absolutely. When it comes to actual arrangements, but if you were to like make simplify it in any way, it would ruin how great this song is.
0: Yeah. And like I said, it's a very jam-packed four and a half minutes mm-hmm. that yeah. I didn't realize it was that short. All right, so next up are the house that Jack built from Load and Devil's Dance from Reload. I'm going to give you my choice, but before I tell you that, uh, what's not debatable uh, is the life-changing benefits of DDPY. Diamond Dallas Pages program is more than just a kick-ass cardio workout that's easy on your joints. It's a whole way of life. And Dallas is so sure you'll love it that he's given you a seven-day free trial. Just download the DDPY app and get started. I got the app on my phone, and I literally do DDP wherever I can, whenever I can backstage at AEW, backstage at Fozzy gigs in the dressing room, in the hotel room, in my own living room, my front yard. Perfect uh, pl- place to do it anywhere you want because uh, a lot of gyms are still closed because of the pandemic. or want you to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask or need a DDPY. Uh, you don't have to be around strangers if you don't want to be. It's the perfect time to get into this program. Uh, remember, you don't have to leave your house or worry about social distancing with the DDPY app. It's a killer workout that you can do at your own pace as well. You'll get access to hundreds of workouts with a membership uh, you'll get live workouts from the DDP Performance Center in Smyrna, Georgia, and you'll get some personal motivation from DDP himself. He contacts almost every one of his uh, of his clients, I guess you'd say. You can connect a Bluetooth heart monitor as well to keep track of your workout data. You can stream the app to your TV so you can do the workouts on your big screen. Just download the DDPY app today. You can get it for iOS or Android. I've got it on my phone and you can start your free seven-day trial. Choose a workout and get started. Let Dallas and DDPY change your life like he has for thousands of other people. Uh, and get in the path to healthy living and stay there. Get in the best mental and physical shape of your life and do it with ddpyoga.com Jericho. Start today and sign up for your free seven-day trial. All right, don't forget too that Chris Jericho's and Wrestling ranger at Sea, the triple whammy, is now completely sold out only four days after we went on sale. Uh, which is amazing. Thanks to all of you who uh, have trusted us with a vacation of a lifetime. If you want to still go, there's a chance. Just go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com, sign up for the waiting list, and hopefully over the course of the next seven and a half months, a cabin or two will open up here or there if people can't make it, and you'll be uh, slotted right in there. So ChrisJerichoCruise.com, sign up for the waiting list for the triple whammy. All right, back to the classic album clash, Load versus Reload. Uh, the next tune's not as short. Uh, it's The House That Jack Built from Load versus uh, Devil's Dance from Reload, both over five minutes. Um, yep. I'll take this one. Uh, wow. It's interesting because Devil's Dance is a great kind of opening bass line, uh, which I really love. So, the one thing about both these records, I, I was begging for them to like just... Do an up tempo song, please. Like after I "Ain't My Bitch" and "Fuel," yeah. it gets mid level. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, house that Jack built, though, I think is one of the most underrated Metallica songs. It's super heavy, a uh, great chorus. And talking about, I think, your body's your temple, like, you know, a, a drug abuse and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Devil's Dance was one of those ones you listen to it the first time. You like it. House that Jack built is one that took me quite a few listens. And when I listened to it last night, if you would have asked me two days ago, I would have said Devil's Dance by a long shot. Uh, after listening yesterday, I'm going to go with the House that Jack built wow. uh, as, as the winner of this one. Frank? Okay, so both these made my list. Okay. Both
2: oh. these make both these make the unload album or, like or, or whatever. Okay. Um, Devil's dance again. Like I said, was the second song I heard on that fan cam thing. They played it in Germany or somewhere, and I remember going, "That's cool." And it, because it's bass driven, and I'm a Europe, wow, a bass too. guy, like right? The, right. Yeah, exactly. Because it was
0: rare to hear Jason. get yes, a spotlight
2: Yes. Yes. Like and you're a, you're a bass guy too. So yeah. you so I was like, okay, I like this, and it's just cool, and it's just Devil's Dance. Like that's that's a metal song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, House that Jack built. I remember I just digging that opening, that opening riff, and I was like, this has just got a cool vibe to it, man. Right, yeah. And it's just, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, wow. I was like, it just gets, it just gets, gets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. And I was just, and I was like, uh, I remember I made a, I made a, a Metallica mixtape back when making tapes was still a thing, and I put like heavy Metallica songs on one side and fast Metallica songs, and I included this on the heavy side.
0: This would be like a Harvester of Sorrow to me. I was thinking about that. One hundred percent, man. One
2: hundred percent. So, uh, so I dig both these songs. Both of them made my list. Um, uh, if I had to give the edge,
0: well, you do. That's the idea.
2: Okay, I'm gonna give the edge musically to House the Jack Built, just because as a Full song structure. Gotcha. I'm gonna give it to that, but like Devil's Dance is a very close second. And let me just
0: say quickly, it's it's always cool to actually hear bass on a Metallica record because if you go through their whole existence. They've had three of the best bass players. that Until Bob Rock got the, involved, I never hear them. Right, I never heard them. And especially
1: right. like when Jason's first album, Jason, nothing. You didn't even hear
0: the bass. But that's the same even with Cliff's albums. He's he's lurking under the the, the depths, but you never quite hear because he was so distorted. Mm-hmm. And
2: can we say has there been another band that has had three that you bass players hear. of the, right, that you can't hear? Right, but three bass players of this caliber. No, like, these are all. Like outstanding. Well, I'll tell you the
0: reason why because it started with Cliff Burton, and you can't have a shitty player. Right. You exactly. gotta have a killer. Exactly. you replace? Exactly. Him? You gotta have man. a killer to, to replace him. That's exactly right. But see, each
2: of them bring like Cliff brought what nobody else could bring. Right. Jason is an incredible bass and a great backup singer. Yeah. And Rob is just a beast. He brings. Yeah. He blends what Kirk mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, what 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 Cliff yeah. and Jason He's the both did. Middle. Right. Middle
1: exactly. Ground. What do you think, Cody? Well, I uh, I'm I'm blown away that you both chose the house Jack that Jack Cole. built uh, Here, here's why um,
0: you're such a jock you'd make a great you're <laughs> such an arrogant jock like you just look like I can't believe both I can't, you well, assholes I'm, 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 I'm you Hessians alright alright fine I was, I was being nice you know who taught me that word chavo oh yeah that's a SoCal. That's okay, so Okay, oh, yeah.
1: both you stupid assholes <laughs> Shows the house that Jack built, which is a cool song. And here's why I'll tell you why it's a cool song. Uh, it, it's the first. Oh, did chose. No, I oh, did okay. not. Gotcha. I,
0: did, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh,
1: it, it, this is the first song in the Load album that kind of really starts to pull you into what this album really is. Mm. And I appreciate it for Great that. Great point, yeah. Um, it, it's, it has some remnants of Wherever I May Roam. Mm. Uh, oh, only yes. yeah. if, if you were to take that same riff but put it on the wah-wah pedal, mm-hmm. which Kurt does, mm-hmm. and it's very cool. It's a good, good, cool song. Mm. Devil's Dance. I will freely admit I'm a little biased. I walked out to the plate to this oh, song nice. one time. Oh, nice. It's That's a, cool. That bass line, boom, do, 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 do. As a bass
0: player, you could play it, too. Oh, it wasn't yeah. an anesthesia. It's it's real it, simple. Yeah. Do you to choose the, the the song you come out to to? Yes, I do. Too? That's awesome. Yeah, so That's I cool.
1: chose Devil's Dance. I, I walked out to this for a little bit. And it's a great, it's just a great riff. But here's here's why I actually like the song past that bass riff. Um, the, the actual guitar riff with that same bass line, before even the lyrics begin, the guitar riff changes three times. Oh, nice. And yeah. it's three separate, really good riffs yeah. that you could easily fit in three separate songs. It's like... Fuck it, let's just make a great. We have these three great riffs. Let's make a greatest hits and make it into one song. Greatest
2: riffs. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's just.
2: You know, with this song, I used to like turn down. I used to, on my car, I'd have separation. I would turn the left speaker on and you would just hear Hetfield's rhythm guitar, and it was just. (laughs) 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 It was so cool
0: sounding, man. So cool. Yeah, it's just. I used to be able to do that on my stereo too. I used to listen to Van Halen albums with no uh, guitar, just the bass and drums. Mm -hmm. You could switch back and forth. And there's yep. one thing in this,
1: these two albums that are constantly done. It's it's like almost like an isolated thing where they take out the music, and then it's James saying a phrase or a quote. Yeah. And this is the only song in the both albums that I think it works because usually it's almost like kind of goofy and doesn't fit. And like this is not Metallica, but for whatever reason, when I hear "Just Dance." Damn
0: oh, yeah yeah, but yeah. Then, it just but then he also he can't resist he has to just dance <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no one else could it's like a, a Willie Nelson Bob Dylan Ozzy if anyone else Sang that way like as a matter of fact in the early days of Fozzy you can hear like on big city nights i had a couple uh, we did like a scorpion song and i'm trying to sing it like Headfield. and i remember the producer and risk going stop you're not Hetfield.
3: Like,
0: <laughs> big City Nights. <laughs> You're not Hatfield. Only he can get away with it. So what song did you pick?
1: I picked Devil's Dance. Wow, and, th- okay. and that's not against anything in House of Jack, Bill. Well, what one, a song. Once Try
0: again, it. let me just say that both these albums uh, are great, have great moments. There's never a cut down when you choose one over yeah, the other. Right? Uh, let's go to song four, the Battle of the You songs. Ooh. Until It Sleeps versus Unforgiven 2. Ooh. Who do you think? Oh, okay, take, take the call there, uh, Cody.
1: Chris, this was my hardest really of the night. Okay, of the two songs, well,
0: let's, let's discuss.
1: Um, Until it sleeps, this song was a offload, the biggest hit of the album. First song you
2: heard post
1: Black like Album. Said, first, this was it. first, this was video and this everything. Video, this the song, song that introduced yeah. me to yeah. Metallica. God that riff that that Kurt with the ominous like like I said 50s detective sleuth like dun dan and down, down And that down, bass down, at
2: the beginning down. too bloom yeah. yeah
1: Oh god just so cool and then it gets to that chorus and that chorus which by the way sounds so simple it almost sounds like you're they're just using simple power chords but when you really listen it's Way more than that. It's it's just dropped down to probably what E flat and with unique usage of those power chords. This is the first
2: they, this album they did. They did drop D tuning yeah. and half that step got, down yeah, also. Yeah. Right, like they, they had never done before.
0: Before like on I think uh, the thing that should not be yes. Yes, the whole yes. record is yeah. either yeah. half
1: step down yeah. or D. Yeah, and just the, the way this song works, it's just. One of my personal favorite Metallica songs, just because of where it was with me as a kid, I wrote pros and cons to every song. I wrote down cons, none. This is amazing. (laughs) Um,
0: What about Unforgiven, too? Oh, my
1: God. You take a classic song from the Black Album, like Unforgiven, which is such a good song, And I honestly think Unforgiven 2 is a better song.
0: It's Oof. Godfather, Godfather 2. Yes, Wow! Godfather Part wow. 2. Empire Strikes Back. It is. It wow, is. what a <laughs> take.
1: It, it, it opens with that slow, uh, you know, heavy riff. But it's when it breaks from that and then goes to the slow, um, almost rhythmic um, picking. Oh my God! Like I, that's like you guys are stop being assholes. We get it. You're talented. Yeah. yeah. What do there, you choose? Oh God. There was one part of this song that though I really appreciated, and it's that I take this key and I bury it in you. Yep. That lyric, which. Almost makes no sense to the Unforgiven. Talking theory. about his car. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what I thought he was doing too. But if you actually watch the original Unforgiven video, there's a key I'm in right. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, did he just? Did they just throw a lyric in just to reference a reference of music video and not anything musically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just dug that. I'm going until it sleeps. But man, I spent I spent literally forty five minutes on these two songs. Out. Yeah. Um.
0: Once again, I agree with you on that. Uh, until it sleeps, I. Hated it. Really? Hated it when it first came out. I was like, what is this? I remember at one point, too, I think Lars even told me this. Uh, they got such backlash that they started calling it Until It Puts You to Sleep. <laughs> they, they even hated it for a while. This is a song that I guarantee, if you guys follow along Metallica setlist, which I do uh, every summer, every show, they busted out St. Anger and Frantic. They would yep. play one or yep. the other. Kind of giving some nod to St. Anger. I guarantee at some point they'll put this song back in the set because this song works much better in 2019 than it did in 2016. Because when I listen to it now, it's great. It is. It's a masterpiece. Maybe not a Metallica if you're a first five albums and the rest sucks. But you talk about the songwriting of Memory Remains. To me, the song, it builds. It's heavy. It's catchy. It's really, really good. Uh, Unforgiven 2, I, same. My only problem is it's called Unforgiven 2. Yeah. You don't write sequels to albums. King Diamond had a record called Abigail 2 a few years ago. Don't f*** with it. Abigail's great. Unforgiven's great. They could have called this Bury the Key. Anything. I would. I love the song. I listened to it yesterday. I think it's amazing. The only reason why it bothers me a little bit is Unforgiven 2. And the fact that they did not Unforgiven 3... It's now you're getting a Jaws 3D. They should have called it Unforgiven 3D. <laughs> uh. my,
1: you know, I actually really liked Unforgiven 3. My problem with Unforgiven, they didn't open with that same. Yeah, oh, why yeah. didn't they? I don't know. I'll I just agree give with it that.
0: To so uh, I'm going with uh, until it uh, until it puts me to sleep, as Lars well called it. <laughs> All
2: right, I um, both these made my list. Okay. Both of them made my list. Um, Real thing. Another thing I want to acknowledge real quick is like Metallica took so much flack when this album came out because yes. of the change of hey they're not why aren't you doing thrash music anymore why aren't you doing if this
0: people weren't paying attention to what they were doing right
2: my my argument is when Robert De Niro who is a one of the are the best actors of our generation. And you know, Raging Bull and Godfather. Uh, just you know, and then he goes and does Meet the Fockers, and he gets critical acclaim for that. And it's like, oh, he's yeah. great as a comedian too. So when a band like Metallica, who's known for metal and thrash yes. music, changes, not only do they not get praised, they get. Backlash from the rock community and everyone else, and it's like, why do those rules not apply to Metallica? And it's like that—that that always baffled me about this. It's like because oh, they had the balls to change and do something different.
0: But uh, oh. I think when you're talking about that, you know, um, I remember we're talking about like, for example, Kevin Smith movies. Big Kevin Smith fan. When Chasing Amy first came out, I didn't like it because all I was doing was waiting for Jay and Silent Bob to come out. And if you guys know the movie, they don't come out to the very end. Yep. I was pissed off. This sucks. This is stupid. Now, Chasing Amy is by far the best Kevin Smith movie. The story is amazing. Now that I know, okay, Jane's talking about a very important part at the end, but pay attention to what's going on now. I feel the same about Load and Reload. I was so distracted by the fact that they had changed their image and they weren't playing thrash metal or even black album level heavy metal that I said, this sucks like a total Hessian. Like a total banger, as we used to say <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Now, listening to it as a mature, well, barely, right. but as a musician who understands you have to make changes to stay relevant, like I said, I'm not going to say they're both great records because they're not, but there is some amazing, amazing material on this.
2: Yeah, they both made my list. Uh until it sleeps, the, the subject matter. It's I I think the song is dealing with cancer, and James has a strong tie. James is because mom, of his mother and right? his father, and because Christian of the science, religion, Christian yeah. Science, you know. So like the subject matter is really heavy, and like when you listen to the lyrics, you really like connect with that. Uh, and Unforgiven 2, like again, a great. I remember them playing that live at the at the MTV VMAs, probably in '97 wow. or something. Uh, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good performance of it, but the song was really good, and. I, it's I got a great chorus. I disagree with you to where I I'm such a fan of The Unforgiven that this song came out I'm like okay it's a sequel but just like any movie it's not as good as the first one but I still really like it so much so that they both made my list.
0: So which one do you choose the best?
2: Um I mean Until It Sleeps is an original song like you said what, they didn't have to call it Unforgiven 2 so like Until It Sleeps uh just good song all the way through and just You'll take that cre- one? yeah I'll take Until It Sleeps. All six. right
0: this is going to be interesting uh King Nothing versus Better Than You. And when King Nothing came out, I remember, like, this is, once again, I'm grasping at Star well, this kind of sounds like old Metallica. And here we go again. You can actually hear Jason playing, which yep. is, oh, that's a pretty cool vibe to it. And I don't think it's aged well for me. Uh, it, it's not as good now as when I first heard it. And Better Than You, when when, I, when Reload first came out, the three that stuck out for me was was Fuel, Devils and better than you, and memory means screw So, I really like better than you. I like kind of; it's got a little bit of an industrial thing to it. It just, I think it holds up better in 2019. Even though King Nothing is maybe a bigger hit, I'm going to take better than you. Wow! What do you think, Cody?
1: Wow! I'm gonna disagree with you. Um, I I was not a huge fan of Better Than You and here off reload and um, Better Than You. Oh, actually, that's the only <laughs> Better part. Than You. That's the part that I like. <laughs> yeah. It's everything else, just like <laughs> it, it feels barking. Yeah, it just I I loved that Better Than You, Better Than You, yeah. the, but it's
0: a little bit uh, a little bit poppy. Yeah,
1: kinda. it just kind of doesn't feel like it fits. It's almost like you're taking two different songs and like they just mashed them together. Where King Nothing, I will freely admit, has some serious flaws. Now, that bass line at the beginning of the song, doo 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 doo. What yeah. a f- great bass line! Which is it, like, it's so weird hearing Metallica really focus on the That's bass. That's what I'm saying. It's sure, weird to hear bass. Feature the bass. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: Bob Rock is a bass player. That's why. Yep. They've never had a better sound mm-hmm. on bass. Before he was in the production chair, right? Nor have they have a better sound since he's left. Yeah.
1: So how I felt about this song, I kind of felt this was a little bit more on this album load, a throwback to like older Metallica. Like this song to me could easily fit on the Black Album seamlessly. I agree with you. And uh, but my only gripe with the song is that um, it gets a little messy during the chorus, which is weird. Like
0: For nothing?
1: Yeah, uh, King Nothing. Like the chorus starts to go and it almost sounds like a mess. And it all crashes down. And, <laughs> and, it <laughs> growls, <laughs> and it's like yeah. and at that point I'm like, it's just it's noise. <laughs> What's happening? You're right. And that's yeah.
0: and maybe that's why I'm saying it doesn't hold up as well. It, as that's my
1: issue yeah. with the song. Is um, that your bitch?
0: That's my bitch. That is my bitch. Ah.
1: <laughs> 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 that being said, and the, the one only part of the song I hate is Remember how we talk about these two albums where James will throw in a line in between in between music yep. where he'll say, like, yeah, or whatever it is. And this one is, where's your crown? It drives me insane where's when your crown? I would give anything to get an edit button and just cut that.
0: <laughs> if you could read this, this is, this is oh the, Cody De- the Cody
1: Decker remix. I want to cut. Same. It's just that's gone. Just cut the where's your crown portion. <laughs> that being said, between these two songs, I'm going to go with King Nothing. Okay. I think it has. It's a good song.
0: It gets a little messy, but I really do dig the song. Th- that's one that they'll be playing again, I'm sure, at some point. What do you think, Frankie?
2: King nothing by a landslide okay. for me <laughs> okay. better than you is is okay but it's just that first that 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 seemed like such a stamp of the time of what was going on musically and uh, uh, i'll admit this i'm partial to this because when i saw metallica corn open from for metallica i saw him in the forum in december for right. this for this album when they started playing this song, King Nothing, they opened up the stage and like there was red lights coming from underneath, and there was such a cool ambiance about it. I was like, "Holy shit!" And they just, and I just love the King Nothing. It's just such a like, like, "Where's your crown, King Nothing?" Like,
1: yeah, I I love that. She we use work. that in wrestling. I, I love that. I'll I could I, say
0: that to Baron Corbin if we were in the. Hundred
1: percent, man. We're, like, we're not. Like, All I right, know. fine. I will join wrestling. I, I, will. I, I my gimmick is picked i know i I know i know i know what you're saying about the lines in
2: between but like where's your crown king nothing like you're king you ain't king of shit like i love like it's such it's such a tough sounding song and again because because it opens with that just that that groovy greasy kind of bass riff i just i really dug it and seeing it live and seeing the stage open up and the red come up i love it and king nothing's like and the video I like I like the snow. Being in this snow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and they all got gloves on yeah. and they're playing. I will say down. that, that harkens cool. back
0: to the classic picture with Cliff in Sweden when they're making yes. master puppets. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I I'll agree that,
1: that video is just super different. Like it, yeah. it does. And forget Metallica. It's just a different music video. So, and.
0: Um, just as a quick little segue a uh, quick little trivia they've never played better than you live that's one of the ones that's, that's right played. that's one of the ones that's
2: right uh, so king nothing obviously made my list
0: all right now we got hero of the day versus slither that's kind of an obscure track and let me just quickly interject that we wouldn't be able to do this classic album clash metallica if not for another fine talk as jericho sponsor talking about rocket mortgage by quicken loans home today is so much more than it was yesterday but at rocket mortgage home is still all about you During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. And that's why if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions or offer solutions just for you. And they understand that hardships happen and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has the answers. And they know how important your home is to you because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, seven days a week from their home to yours. The team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. So visit rocketmortgage.com Jericho to learn more. That's rocketmortgage.com Jericho. Call for cost information and conditions Equal housing lender licensed in all fifty states and MLS consumeraccess.org, number three zero three zero. Now we start getting into the. Uh, once again, heard the song yesterday and don't couldn't tell you how it goes. Uh, Hero of the day versus Slither. Uh, um, this is a, this is a, this, this is this is a
2: softball pitch for me, man. It is.
0: Uh, it's
1: a softball. I'll tell pitch,
0: will but... Hero of the day reminds me of. Hold Me by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Hold Me. Deek, deek, deek. Come on. Oh, yeah. Dele, dele. Okay. And Yeah. Uh, Here the Day always bothered me, gets on my nerves. The only reason why I kind of always uh, tolerated it was because it had double bass for the one and only time. Yeah. I'm so. I'm so desperate for double bass that I'll take it on Hero of the Day. Uh, don't like the song. To me, it's one of the worst Metallica songs because it was promoted almost as bad as Invisible Kid from uh, St. Anger. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a whole other thing. Invisible Kid. Wait till he the watch along for that one. <laughs> the grid, I cannot
1: wait for the St. Anger <laughs> watch along. I cannot one. wait. We're going to have uh, a. Conversation. So
0: even though I barely remember how it goes, I'm going, I'm taking Slither. Oh boy! (laughs) Really? (laughs) You literally said nothing (laughs) about Slither! (laughs) I don't even, I just don't like Hero of the Day. I hate how it starts. I hate the terrible chorus. Okay. I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. This this is my cure, as we're gonna to get to later on. So hero of the day, you're you're the you're the you're the jobber of the day. I'm taking Slither, even though I barely remember it. Uh, some kind of mid tempo uh, so crap song. Both, yeah. So there you go. What do you think, Frank? I took hero of the day. <laughs> I, I think it's
2: just I think it's a better structured song, uh, just that don't go looking for snakes you might find. It. Like yeah. it, it was just weird. Slither, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great part. Like, like I love. That like letter. I think Hero, like there's a really cool build uh, to the solo, and I, and I really like I really like the S and M version of Hero of the Day. Mm. Like James really interacting with the crowd right before the solo. He's like I can't hear you, and the crowd pops. It's really cool. So um, neither of these songs are real. Like strong points of the albums, but. So, like, you know, this is kind of Hero of the Day by default, but like, Slither's just one of those ones that just gets lost, dude. It just gets, Ridge, to me, it gets sign. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a bad song, because okay. in my opinion, there's no bad Metallica song,
0: but just oh, wow. okay. a, of the, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, we, I'm a defender two or three. Your opinion is going to be uh, tested pretty quickly here. You Go are going <laughs> to. You're going to love
1: how I wrote this. Oh, yeah. Okay, I wrote down pros and cons. Pros, a complete departure of Metallica. Cons, a complete de- departure of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, this right. for Hero of the Day or yeah. this is for Hero of okay. the Day? Uh, there's something about Hero of the Day that I do like. And that is when it gets later in the song, when he does the key change, it almost feels... Now, bear with me with this statement because it's a much watered down statement. It almost feels like how one got to... This one goes to that... It gives yep. you two moments of that really hard moment. So now I see you. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 the double yeah. Bass. Yeah. And yeah. It's, and it's, bass. And it's really cool
0: moment. I will
1: say this song is really hard to defend.
0: Hero of the Day? Yeah, yeah.
1: it's hard to defend. I like it, but I'm going to say that there's nothing about this song that makes me go like this belongs on a Metallica Like album. I said,
0: now I challenge you to not hear Hold Me by Fleetwood Mac. When right here. Right.
1: I'm, I'm actually sure. really mad you said that because in my head now that's all I'm come hearing.
0: Come on, come on, hold on. <laughs> so uh, and, I'm obviously and
1: then and slither. Okay, here's the thing about slither. I didn't even remember slither. Yeah, and I had to listen back to it, and this is what I wrote down. Pros: You can nod your head to it. Cons: So forgettable. I still <laughs> I forgot the chorus just now after listening to it. Right. So because yeah. of that. I'm going with Hero of the Day, cause I at least remember Hero hey man, of the it's,
0: Day. It's a low man's lyric anyway. You slice it right there. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, no, it's no, a, no. But uh, I mean, it's a low, it's a low end tune yeah. either way. But Hero of the Day had some steam. Uh, this to me, uh, now we go to Bleeding Me mm-hmm. versus Carpe Diem Baby. I remember Bleeding Me, actually, they played it on the radio. And this is when I was working for an ECW, waiting for my plane ticket mm. at 4 o'clock in the morning when my flight is at 6, and Paulie was going to call me. And he would always call me about 4.15 and go, here's your, here's your flight number. And I remember that there's this, this, so- this show called Overnight with Andy Frost. And Bleeding Me was on, this is Metallica, Bleeding Me on Overnight with Andy Frost. This song, to me, Bleeding Me, is not only the best song out of all of these songs on both records, Mm. but to me it's in my top mm, 15 might be pushing it but it's top 20 of all time i think this is the best metallica song of the 90s i think it was the best song on snm i think it's the best song on both these records and i would love 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 for them to play it again the only thing that didn't make this an old school metallica tune was they didn't get super thrashy at the end uh had they have done that you could have put this on on master puppets carpe diem baby Never really rated it until I was at like we said, the uh the Metallica 30. They played this and it was really, really good. Did they really? They God, I gotta go back and listen beta, to that. Yeah. Wow, man. They just busted it out, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's a really cool once again, reload is stricken by way too many mid tempo songs. I'm just yeah. begging for them to just just give me a So uh, it suffers because it's just in the pack of a bunch of other mid-tempo songs. But at least I remember. Come Seize and Suck the Day, Carpe Diem, Baby. But uh, Bleeding Me, man, like I said, that's my winner of all 27 songs on both these records. It's a Metallica masterpiece. And uh, I think it's very underrated. They should bring that up and bust it out again next summer. Big James. If you're listening to me, that's my uh, line. To I, you.
2: I couldn't agree more. Bleeding me, I think, is such a showcase of James's vocals. Yeah, just, just such a cool song, man. Like, really, like you know, anyone that says James just barks and just his grout, like, like James sings his ass off and in it's that the, song, I'm man. Looking to stay. Right, exactly, man. Like, just the, the way he, those key
0: changes in his voice, it's just so good. You can feel. I don't know what he wrote about, but great songs. You don't have to know. You right. just know what it means. To, I know what it means to me. Yep. I know what bleeding me means to me. And I feel whatever James was getting across in his mind. Yeah. I'm feeling it in mine. Caught under wheels roll. I, can't I take this face curse. It. I'm bleeding yeah. me. That's so I can't good, man. Face it. Right. The leash that's leading me.
3: It's, Is I can't it's, fake
0: it or I can't face it. I, I I whatever it's I so can't that's a matter, it works. Either fa- I can't face
2: it. It's it's ah! so he's singing with so much emotion and, and like you said, certainly one of the highlights of the SNM records. Yeah. Like so It worked so well. So so maybe the best song, maybe the best original Metallica track to fit to that symphony. Oh, remember when Andy just so goes good.
0: he goes bleeding me. That's bleeding me friends or it's so, like that. so so good. Amazing. And um
2: yeah, I mean this one wins hands down for me. Like just just uh, just such Any a thoughts on Carpe D Baby? Uh, yeah, like I like, like, like okay, other than saying seize the season, suck the day, like the song doesn't sound like it's about like seizing the day.
3: Because right, there's like Li- live, win,
2: die, fail, like you know, bite the nail. Like it's just like uh, it, it. sounds like it's, it should be such an inspiring song, but it's really not. Like not a bad song, but just like in comparison to "Bleeding Me," like "Bleeding Me" just drowns it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I, Cody. I
1: uh, well, I'm I'm gonna go with you guys on this. And it's funny when you bring, bring up "Bleeding Me." I'm gonna actually go the other way around. I'm gonna go with "Carpe Diem," baby first, and just say, "Listen, these these are my notes on it. It's a cool bluesy yeah. riff." It's a cool song. Goes it really back to is. Like the Sabbath that
0: we we're talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I like the the guitar progression. Uh the key changes are cool. Here are the cons of this one song. It's not as good as other cool bluesy riffs on the album. Right. It's just yeah. like it kind of like you said it gets lost in the shuffle yes. in Reload. We're Bleeding Me, and it's so funny how you gave that intro to Bleeding Me, because this is my exact notes. It's like I, I, you would think I would have emailed... Are you looking
0: over my shoulder?
1: I'm I'm a little worried. Are you reading (laughs) my emails? Because my, my actual thing is Bleeding Me prose. Arguably the best song on both albums. The chorus... Hold on, the
0: wheels roll. Uh, just, it's just. I think it's caught under wheels roll. Is it I caught it under it wheels worse? roll? Like, oh. like I'm caught under the wheels. Caught, caught the under wheels, wheels roll. roll. I'll take this
2: leash. I'm bleeding me. Yeah. Oh,
1: God, it's you got just. The lyrics there? It's just so f- good. Yeah, and that—that—that yeah. is that that,
0: the quote. It's just so. F- Good. It's just so fucking
1: yeah. good. I mean, it goes without saying. Bleeding Me wins this, and that's nothing against Carbid and mean, It's a good, it's a cool yeah, song. Like
0: I said, it, the problem with SNM there's a, there's, a, there's a Kiss record called uh, Hot in the Shade from '89. Yeah, there is. Yeah. My only problem with Hot in the Shade is it's 15 songs. It's five songs too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could have easily pared that down. I find the same with the Reload record in that there's a lot of great stuff, but there's a there's a there's a mid stretch there. A lot it, of it, filler. It's a lot of filler. Yeah, exactly. So I think that you uh, definitely nailed that one with uh, with the uh, bleeding me. Yeah. I'm just looking at the set list on SNM two. I can't wait. We're I we were just talking about that. Haley, right? I looked I at it. On it. I, they they
2: I, included I a lot of what they did in the original, and they threw some hardwired stuff in.
1: See, I, kinda, I was kind of hoping they would just take some old shit and like do a whole new. I was
2: I was the the mark in me was thinking like maybe they do two more new tracks like they did with minus human and no leaf clover. And
1: no leaf clover is actually a. a Outstanding! GM I saw him. Song. I saw him
2: play live in at the Coliseum when they did the um su- da, 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 the da, summer Sanitarium. Da, 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 oh, so good!
0: Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. Okay, I got it pulled up right here. I'm gonna see because I want to see if because um, yeah. they, they did the same set list both nights, open with Cthulhu, which was genius, amazing. Yeah.
2: Same thing, though, man. Genius, yes, but same thing. Like I, I, was, I was expecting yeah, no, let's no, go with something new. No
0: bleeding new. me. No bleeding okay. me on, on this list. Oh, I loved me. that in the first um, one. I agree. I agree. So we're going to move on now as I get back to my uh, uh, document. Okay, so now we go to okay, Bad Seed versus Cody's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Why don't you take it, Cody? It's called The Cure. Okay, let's start I, I, with I, I Bad I
1: Seed. There. Is the song called <sighs>
2: The Cure of the band? No, I, I, if it was,
1: it'd be, a, it'd be listenable. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal. Bad Seed. We'll start with Reload, Bad Seed. The yeah. second album of these two. Uh, Prose. Here's my pros. And my pros and my cons are exactly the same. Prose. It sounds like a George Thurgood song. <laughs> My pro, my cons. It sounds like a <laughs> shitty John G- George Thurgood song. No, it
0: sounds, I, like, it sounds like a John or Thurgood, John
1: Thurgood. He's playing the Belmont tonight. John, uh, he's opening for gutter candy. John Thurgood. Yeah, if you're open for gutter candy, you're in a bad position. It sounds oh, man. like a John yeah. Thur- George Thurgood song. Only he's not. He's not accompanied with the destroyers. Like they heard this. Yeah. Like
0: oh, man. It. we're not coming Sorry, gonna go. F- your ass. oh sure, my god. god John Thurgood but, but how does bad what is how does bad seed go oh. I just listened to it yesterday oh it's not good you're talking about the bad seed oh god what a oh. bad song <laughs> yeah,
1: should be called bad, bad, bad song. song bad
0: song it's bad it's uh, bad so who do you take then god you must Here's, choose
1: I've, you re- must decide I've really I've really gone forward and said how much I hate cure <laughs> this is a horrible song it is not just a bad song. Here, here, pros, none. Cons, everything. Is <laughs> that Bad Seed or? This, this is This cure. is Cure. Oh, okay. This is Metallica's oh, bad
0: worst. Bad Seed sounds like a bad Thurgood song. Yeah. I think you so, said the Cure no. sounds oh, like bad a bad. No, Bad
1: Seed thurgood. is a bad George cure Thurgood song. So
0: is Cure. Cure is. Uh, John thurgood. thurgood. Oh,
1: God. Sorry, George Thurgood. Sorry. <laughs> I've had a couple. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the uh, cons of Cure or this is a Metallica's worst song ever. This song wow. sucks so.
0: This little kid.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's <off the> grid. <laughs> you and I are gonna have some words. Oh, I can't this. wait to the to this some kind of monster watch. A little. The, here's my exact words I wrote down. E- cons, everything. This Metallica song is the worst song they've ever done. This song sucks so. F- much this riff sucks the megaphone talking at the beginning is dreadful the verse is dreadful the chorus sounds like bring it on break uh, the seal (laughs) this chorus sounds like it was for a completely different song one they decided wasn't good enough so they just decided to throw it on this horse shit this is trash jesus does it make my super load album no (laughs) no My God. So you, I
0: guess you're choosing Bad Seed
1: by, by, by default?
0: default <laughs> by default. <laughs> bad Seed is shit. <laughs> All right, Frank. <laughs> I
2: know, well, needless to say, none, neither of these made my list of the un, of the Unload album right. or whatever so we're calling wait it. Wait
0: till Lars hears that. I know. Scathing review know. from Cody. I'm reading um, a death threat from yeah, Lars ne- Ulrich. Neither of
2: these are on my list. Cody uh, Decker, I'm coming
0: to kill you. <laughs> Who the
2: fuck is Cody Decker? I, th- I think this should be in the delete file. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's Tobin Ulrich think of this yeah. song? Um yeah, neither of these made my list. Um yeah, I'm gonna give it to Bad C like these are both uh if there's if there are such a thing as throwaway Metallica tracks, like, both of these are just kind of... You like, said earlier there was not a bad... Well, no, there's not. Like I said, I'll defend every Metallica. Like, the worst Metallica song is better than most bands' okay, best me Metallica.
0: How does Bad Seed go? Because I just... I can't remember it. Choking right. on a bad seed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever Choke happened it. to Sweat? Yeah. 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 Yep. That's Bad Seed. At least you remember it. Can you, t- can you do Cure from don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, no. The man takes uh, another the, 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 bullet. The, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: It's unlistenable.
3: So
0: choosing I'm choosing bad seed, but it's just like, you know. Okay. Eh, uh, man. I'm in the minority here that I actually, uh, not like I say I like the cure. Bad boys don't Big boys don't cry. Uh, I like the Cure of the band. Uh, and the Cure, oh, yeah. I like the, it. To me, this is heavy ACDC. But it's heavy ACDC like uh, that's the way I want to rock and roll ACDC or right. over, uh, overdose ACDC. Not great. Like barely hanging on ACDC songs. Um, it, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> <sighs> ACDC
1: that's, that's, yeah. would not have put this on black ice. <laughs>
0: A, hey, dude! Black Ice is another record that suffers from too many freaking songs. Right. Yes. Because if we did that one right now, I can remember eight, and there's seven, the, seven bad seeds. No idea how it goes. So I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm, once again, I'm gonna go with the Cure. No. But, but, <laughs> what is doing? That's all I Hold horrible. on. Neither one of them are making my list, Cody. So just calm down. Me too. Uh, speaking of songs that aren't gonna make my list, let's go to number nine. Poor Twisted Me uh, versus Where the Wild Things Are. This is. <laughs> They needed to pare this down to one single album, just like GNR with Usual Vision 2, because once again, I mean, I would never uh, uh, diminish the effort or the time spent or the amount of time they believe in these songs. But Poor Twisted Me uh, and The Wild Things Are, they're both like you can barely remember either one of them. Oh, I I mean, Poor Twisted Me. Dude, you know what, Um, I don't even really have a Opinion. So, uh, pick a number between one and two.
2: Between one and two. Yeah.
0: One and a half. No, no, you no. Know, tell me number. Pick a number between one and two. Say, say one or two. Two. Okay, so then I'm taking uh, Where the Weather Wild. Oh, gotcha. I'm
1: blown away by this choice because I had trouble with this.
0: But my point is, I had trouble too because both of them, as Lars would say in some kind of monster, to me, they're both stock. They're both stock songs to me. And listen, like Kiz frizz I'm a Metallica fanatic, but that doesn't mean they. they they could have songs that I don't necessarily care for. And I remember "Poor Twisted Me, it's almost a St. Anger vocal where they're kind of out of tune. He's very, "Poor Twisted Me! Um, so yeah, we're in this area of both these records where we're in kind of a, 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 a gray zone well, there's a bunch of songs that I don't really remember. So I'm going Where the Wild Things Are, only because it's a Jason Newstead credit. Hopefully he'll make a couple uh, a bucks if you guys download this song, because he helped write it. What do you think, Frankie? I went.
2: Uh, neither of these made my list. Yeah, of Needless um, to say. Um, neither of these made my list for the ultimate song. You know, I, Cody and I were talking earlier, I was really, when I was reading, I, I read the liner notes as I was listening to the album, and I saw that Jason had a writing credit on Where the Wild Things Are, and that, 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 Perked my interest because "My Friend of Misery" is one of my favorite songs because the old, yes. you know the the bass Both solo at the dudes. beginning.
0: God that failed is great.
2: Too. Sure, exactly. And they played exactly. God that failed all summer as well, and w- one of my favorite Metallica songs ever. And um, so I'm like, oh cool, I want to hear what Jason what Jason brings. And it was this, and it was uh, it was just like, is this based on the this children's book? Too- like yeah, exactly. Is this based on the weird troll children yeah, book that like strange animals? Yeah, man. So like. Uh, I, I'm kind of like you to where these these are both kind of like throwaway tracks, like and uh, neither one of them like like where the wild things are. Like like I get what you're saying, how Cody, how it's like three different songs, but it's just like it's too much. It's just like you know we have this much material, we're gonna put it on the record, and so let's go with that. So that,
0: like we mentioned, uh, my, my point about the 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 uh, uh, Hot in the Shade record is if it was ten songs be better, I think Reload definitely suffers from having way too many songs on it. Uh, if they would have made it a 10-song record, it would be much easier and better. But that's just my opinion. Cody, what do you think? Guys, I have the exact opposite Please, opinion. Please, that's why we're doing songs. this. Exactly. We don't want you to agree
1: with us all the time. Guys, Poor Twisted Me is like the sneaky, great song in okay. this album. Explain Ooh, why. Poor Twisted Me. I know how it goes. Now, here's the deal about this. They'll you gotta, sell me on it. I, I will. Uh, here's the deal. <laughs> this is a one, a really cool, bluesy riff. And this whole album... Load has a lot of bluesy riffs. This is the first bluesy riff that honestly sounds like a Metallica song. Okay, so it it really is cool, and I I will agree with you. And and this is something you and I have actually d- discussed outside of this podcast. Where there are, there are certain parts of this album that are like a great James Hetfield solo album. This song is really in that mold. It's a James. It's yeah. a, it's,
0: it's, a, 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 it's a James a, country. Yeah, like, and like I said, all of these songs. I appreciate, but well, some of them. But, but, but twisted meat. You're right. It's very much like some kind of a heavy Waylon Jennings mm-hmm. song. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, like an actual George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Mm-hmm. But if George had been on heroin for like three or four days, yes. right? Yes, you know.
1: And but it, it's just it's a really good song. It really is, and it's, it's not forgettable. Like the 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 things about some of these bluesy songs on these two albums, they are forgettable. They really are. Yeah, and like Bad Seed. Yeah, Bad Seed is forgettable. Uh, but this song, really, if you really listen to it, it sticks with you. So much so that I listened to these two albums these last two weeks, and... Like three songs that I did not expect to like really stick with me. This is one of them. Good. Like I this song like twisted um, me. You, Gotcha. Uh, just over and over. Oh boy, twisted me. I like the I like the, I like the title of it. Yeah, Poor just, Twisted twisted musical it's title. a I really cool title. It's a I, I agree it's a little bit of a little bit of a little when it comes to Metallica. Once again,
0: we're, we're agreeing that the, both these records were a departure from yes. where they were at the time frame. But how does it hold up to you now And you dig this one?
1: I dig this one what, more than I thought I would. This song right here... How does I, it compare to Wild Things Are? That's where, wi- where the Wild Things Are is... Honestly, I thought it was a really kind of underappreciated, really not masterpiece, but a really good song. What's the hook on that song. So, well, well it's Where's not it so much so the hook.
0: Wake
2: up it's more the guitar. Ones. It's more the guitar riff that's yeah. the hook
1: of that song. And it's so many different layers. Nah, 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 yeah.
0: Nah, 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 nah.
1: So here, here are the pros of it. It's like, it's a long song. It's about six and a half minutes. Right. Now, has never been shy to do long songs, of course. Right. But this particular song is three songs mashed into one. Two of the three songs are really great. Mm-hmm. The other one <laughs> is not. <laughs> is a bridge. And when you when you talk about bridges, it's not like a really sexy bridge. You're you live in Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. This is the bridge from Tampa
0: <laughs> to St. Pete. I don't know. That this bridge. isn't the sky sky bridge. Yeah, it's not this a sky Courtney, bridge. This is the Courtney Campbell. This bridge. is
1: the bridge, like if you're in Tampa and you want to catch Tampa Rays you in the there. playoffs, right, right. you got to get <laughs> there. But you got to go on this shitty bridge. <laughs> and it's a shitty bridge right. to get there. I will say those two songs to get there are really kind of, ma- honestly, so,
0: magnificent. So who are you choosing of these two? or Which one? Between these two, I'm going
1: to choose Poor Twisted Me. But okay. i got to say, as a song, but I'm saying that Poor Twisted Me because it's more memorable to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a song, really, Where the Wild Things Are is a better song. Did, okay. did either of them make your list? They both made my no
2: shit, whoa, brother.
0: Hey man, see, I'm excited to see the actual.
2: Me too, man. I thought our lists were gonna. I I think our lists are gonna be uh, so different, which which is cool, man. Fascinating. But that
0: that, once again, like, I appreciate the fact that Metallica touched all of us in different ways with these two records. Because now, here's where I get back into both records. Right. Uh, You've got "Waste My Hate," which is a great. Oh, so good. Now here versus Prince Charming. Prince Charming to me was a song that I went. Yeah, I barely, i don't remember, dude. It's a gem. Yeah, it it's a f- great tune. And I got one thing about this podcast that we did was I got reacquainted with. I know the load record better than reload for whatever reason. I think as load, I probably listened to it much more because it yeah. was five years, yeah. Whereas reload was eighteen months, yeah. So probably didn't get as much of a listen. I think Prince Charming is one of the best songs on Reload, uh, and I think Wasting My Hate is great too. It's very heavy. It's got a great... Yep. There's no solo on it, uh, which kind of bugs me. But just to go right to the point, I remembered Waste My Hate. I like Waste My Hate, but I'm going to take Prince Charming because it's one of the the, uh, the forgotten gems. Hey, Ma! Look, Ma! It's me! Like, really cool shit. Yep. Prince Charming wins. Both tunes made my list.
2: Um Literally, both tunes were on my list until probably about three hours ago, driving over here thinking about it. It
0: was hard, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. 100% it was. I actually... One one of my uh, for about three months during my indie career in the late '90s, I came out to Prince Charming, really, just because of the lyrical content. It was Were such a Prince smart ass song. Yeah, list? no, I wasn't, but it was just like, hey, Ma, look at me! Like I made it, because on the Indies, I thought I had made it. You know, right, like, of course.
0: But and wait, to a certain extent, you had.
2: Right, right, right. But and it's a good song, and so much so that it was on my list up until literally hours ago. Wasting my hate. What a f- great song title. And I, I remember reading about him getting that that song title from. A conversation he had with Waylon Jennings, James talking about this. James apparently was talking to Waylon Jennings, and Waylon Jennings was talking about guys in the industry. And Waylon said, "Like, just you know, I'm not going to waste my hate on them." And James was like, "That's a great lyric." So, and I was like, "Wasting my hate, like." dude in our business it's like dude how many times i'm not gonna waste my What's hate on that point? guy yeah. right Straight exactly it's like what a great ain't gonna waste my hate on you i think i'll keep it for myself what a great lyric <laughs> I'm dude Keep it for myself. what a That's great, great point, like so yeah. wasting my hate made my list prince charming was on my list as of a couple hours ago so prince charming is going to be my bonus track on this album um wasting my hate is going to take this just by a hair
1: I agree with you right there because wasting my hate. What a song! It starts with that cool bass line, and which again, these two albums getting a little bit of you know spotlight on the bass, the yep. way it gets. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, it kind of changes, and then f- you're in a Metallica song. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Good point, like,
0: man. F- yeah. It's one of the more up-tempo songs in the record. Too. It, it was, really was, is. We're back, they could have played the Chinese Phone, but. If it was up tempo, yeah. At this point, just give me something, yeah. And the song's a f-
1: jam. Like wasting my hate is just such. The lyrics are cool. The and now hearing that story, yeah. uh, This song just got forty times right, cooler. Right. Um, yeah. Prince Charming is not a is a cool song. Like uh, you know, it's a great riff. The bass and uh, the bass drum uh, at the musical break, especially, is like just super cool. The lyrics and the progression ooh, between, like, just the talking, almost rapping into the lyric, it, like, it takes me out every like time. The, like, I'm the guy that yeah. does the band. Yeah. Every oh, time.
0: I, I'm the guy. It's me. Still, blah, 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 still me. Yeah. yeah like so, it, like, I like it
1: like it when it starts, to, like, when, it, when James starts taking it back into, like, musically. But it's almost like every verse starts with... Um the guy. Blah, 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 I think I was just blah, so blah. damn
0: happy to have an up tempo song on reload that it really it really stood out for me.
1: No, yeah, and I, I like the song. I'm not gonna say it's not a bad it's by all means, not a bad song. It's just if I had my choice between the two, I gotta go with um I really gotta go with load well, wasting that's beauty, my hate. You do have your yeah. choice
0: and wasting my hate. Wasting my um heart. and now we go to this is a face off of kind of two songs that are very much not Metallica esque tunes. Uh, the ballads, so to speak Of Mama Said versus Low Man's Lyric. Frankie, you take it.
2: Oh, man. This was a, this was, for me, this was a tough one because like, like as a Metallica guy and like the more I learn about James Hetfield and like you learn that he really draws influence from like.
0: He had a f***ed up childhood.
2: He had a f***ed up childhood, yes. And like drawing influence from, like I just said, like the Waylon Jennings and like just that, that real country, you know, he had kind of that country influence on him too. God that comes across so much in Mama said. Like that's a country song. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's like a song that like I remember playing for my mom who's a fan of country music and going, Listen to the song. It
0: sounds like And they were also talking too and reading some articles, not to interrupt you, but they're saying this is the first album where James wrote about his own shit. It was not about war. The song's about uh, yeah, Mama Yeah, mama said. mama said he, he talks about sleeps about his mom, right? He's really opening up like this is my real life. Story. I
2: want your arms to welcome me, but a cold stone's all I see. Like that's like that wow. that's shit that like as Metallica fans we connect with. Because like we know James's stories and we like, shit, we know what he went through you with. You can the- relay that to your stories, whatever right. they might. Right, be. exactly, man. And so it's like it's such a powerful song as a Metallica fan. And then and then I remember when um Low Man's Lyric came out and like the hurdy Gurdy. And like, I remember like, what's the guy's name? Jim, Jim, Martin Jim, right? That plays the hurdy gurdy. You got them hurdy gurdy man.
0: And it's like, that's such a weird instrument to hear on a Metallica album. I like that. Um, I have a little trivia for that that I read is that it was basically just more of a mainstream power ballad, low man's lyric. And then they said, we don't want this to be a power ballad. And James said, Lars, can you tone down the drums? And I guess he was at Jim Martin's house and Jim had a hurdy gurdy. Can I use this on the record? And that's kind of how it morphed I, to this. I remember hearing that, man. I really remember string. hearing <laughs> super that. Cool. And, yeah,
2: and these are like these are two like these are two like the ballady songs. And like for me, like I'm gonna I go with Mama said I put that one on my on my ultimate list oh, yeah, and super low. Yeah, and uh, just because like I think that just that that like. Connection that James has with this song and like just that like I really dug this song like when it came out like I really dug this song I was like man this is this is a cool and like I like the like the video that came out like it wasn't super popular But the video came they out It this as a video It this as a video and um it's literally the salt the whole song is James Like in a cowboy hat and it's like he's a cowboy like going from town to town He takes a cab and the only time that Jason Kirk and Lars appear like they're walking <laughs> across the street and James is in the back of a car
0: this is one of those ones where James probably said we're doing this. This is well. James' oh, song, really. This is James' song, right, buddy? Yeah.
2: Call f- you know. So, uh, like, as much as I like the Hurdy Gurdy, I like both these tracks. Um, I think they both. If if this were an album that could have two ballads on it, I would put them both on it. But I'm gonna go with Mama Said because of the lyrical content. Because of I really knew that James was a guy who had that. You know, it flaws.
0: James reminds me of a modern day Ozzy. Ozzy was never. Beyond human reproach, Ozzy's a fuck up, and we relate to that. Yeah, to this day, Ozzy has problems. James has problems, right? And that's why we relate to them because all of us have problems.
2: And us as Metallica fans know his upbringing, yeah, know like what he went through, yeah. man. So it's like it's like we would, like relate to him. So so went with Mama Said. Uh, both tracks I really dig. Mama Said uh, hits home more right. with me. What do you think, Cody?
1: I um. This was actually really hard for me, and here's why. You're really was, because I love both these songs, and I love that they were matched up with each other because I find them that's both, why I wanted to do it this yeah. way. Yeah, but they're very similar, they're, they're very similar, and almost that I almost felt like they were sequels. Now, if the you companion pieces, I yeah, would say for yeah. sure. Yeah, so you know how Metallica takes the stage every night, they use Ecstasy of Gold.
0: Yeah. Ennio
1: yep. Maraconi's um, the uh,
0: classic uh, fistful yeah. of
1: Dollars. good, bad, and the ugly. The, the final scene from yeah, right.
0: Yeah. The yeah. way I see best these intro two songs, ever, man.
1: These are pure spaghetti westerns. Both of these. Wow. Okay. I, I kind of like feel like uh, I, if if Mama said was fistful of dollars, Low Man's lyric is good, bad, and the ugly. It's a great. And it's a great analogy. I really feel like these are two fantastic songs. Um, Mama said. Yeah, you know, the pros, it feels like a Western. It feels like hundred percent. It yep. feels yeah, like, man. like James is pouring his soul into yep. this song yep. and it, it really f- hits you. Yep. And then you go on to the, you know, my cons, the, the, the cons of the song. is Yeah. You're finding yourself confused at the beginning of the song, but as the song yeah. progresses, you're sucked in. Yeah. Like you can't say that you're not all in invest song. song. Yeah. He's you just tell like, the story yeah. you're on board. That's yeah. a Metallica song or anything. This song is killer. Yeah. Then you go into Low Man's lyric, very similar thing. It almost feels like a sequel to Mama Said, yep. and uh, like it's the good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> it's just th- that, like you said, what's that? What's that instrument? Hurdy Gurdy. Yeah. yeah Hurdy Gurdy is so like who would have thought we'd
2: hear that in a Metallica song? A, like and a, and a, and it
1: works so well. At first, you're confused by it, but by the time after the first chorus and gets to the next verse. You're like, this song can't yep. exist yep. without the cur- yep. hurdy-gurdy. And, um, you know, it's just, man. So who you take? Which one are you taking? I'm going to take Low Man's Lyric, but, I mean, it's by a hair. Okay, so
0: once again, this is what I love about this conversation, the generational gap. So you're talking about uh, CJ in 1996 and then in 98. So I'm 25 years old and 27 years old when these records come out. Metallica, ardent thrash metal fan. I hated both these f- songs. Really? I, yes. I was like... This
2: Even is, after like Nothing Else Matters and Unforgiven. Like is,
0: This was different because Mama okay. Said it was country and okay. Logan's lyric with Hurdy Gurdy was almost like a Nick... they did that Nick Cage... Yeah. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. The, Nick the, Cave in the bad they, they did yeah. the Nick, cave song. Nick Cage. Not, the, saying, bees. Not the, the bees. Not the bees. They did the, the bees. Nick Cage song. The, the
1: rock, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take James Hetfield's face. Yeah, that's
0: good. Off. The bees. Um, I just, I, I was once again in a world where I'm used to James and Lars and Metallica being the one sole bastion of heavy metal that okay. would fight for this. In 96, that had changed. There was a new heavy metal band in town led by two brothers from Dallas called Pantera. Pantera, yeah. So when this came out, I was like, "Canal, dude, you guys lost the plot. Like, you guys are getting f- killed by Pantera. Okay, yeah. Uh, and Low Man's Lyric, when I heard the Nick Cave song on the Garage Days. Garage Days, revisited yeah. Whichever song that was, there was a big long... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now I understand where Low Man's Lyric from. Yep. It's a Nick Cave song. Yeah. Both of them, I just didn't like it. Both... Thank goodness for the CD era. Skip, 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 yeah. skip. In retrospect, now going back and listening to them both, uh, Mama said, "Great song." Once again, it should be on a James Hetfield solo record, but to me, it's better than Low Man's lyric. But when I heard that Low Man's lyric was originally more of a power ballad, I listened to it without the hurdy gurdy, and with power drums. Like this is actually a pretty good song. I didn't like their arrangement, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite also has a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. It's all about the hurdy-gurdy and the organ grinder stuff. Yeah. Not my favorite Beatles song either, but I appreciate the fact that they experimented. It's something that Sting and the police would do or McCartney would do. What's in this closet? Hurdy-gurdy. Let me fuck with that for a while. Yeah, okay, I wrote a song about it. What? Yeah. Let's record yeah. it. So um, I would never diss a band for trying something different. I'm glad you guys like it. For me, it doesn't quite fit, but I understand it because it's part of this whole time if Metallica had not done this they wouldn't have done what they're doing today so uh I appreciate both respect both but Mama Said is, is uh, the better song for me. Yep, yep, agreed Yep, I then, get it. So then we have decided oh we're not there yet, we're Thorn Within versus Attitude. The
2: Jams I yeah. think but, I no, know, jams.
0: Thorn Within, I'll start this one, Thorn Within is sex type thing
2: mm-hmm. by Stuntil yes. or
0: Twist of Cain by Danzig Yes, Stone, Stone, Stone,
2: Stone, Stone, Stone. yes. Or Twist of Cain by Danzig. Uh,
0: Once again, though, it's a cool song. Mm Yep. And at this point, I'm just, when you were first listening to this, hoping for some kind of fire and attitude. Thorn Within had that. Having said that, Attitude is another song to me that's an uh, untapped gem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great tune. Born into Attitude. Born into Attitude. Sleep at the Wheel. It's got a great solo. Uh, I love both of them. But I'll give the Duke to Attitude just because I forgot how cool that song was. Yep. But both of them, I believe, made my list. Just so you know. Okay. What do you think um, Cody?
1: I'm not gonna lie. Neither made my list. Okay. Um, but here's why I say that. I, of the two, I'm gonna pick Attitude. Exact reason you said. Born in Attitude. Oh my God! That that chorus fires you though.
0: Like, up. listen, the fact that it's a song called Attitude, yeah. sang by Hetfield, who sings with nothing but attitude, right. it has to work. Yeah. And it does. And
1: it does. It works. It's a Great song, yeah. but we did have to whittle this down to fourteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So 13. I'm
1: gonna I'm, 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 I'm tell you, like I dig attitude. It's my winner of between this and Thorn Within. Thorn Within, it's a cool chorus, but the arrangement of this song uh, during the verse verses, it honestly, it's difficult to listen to. It's almost for Thorn. Yeah. It's like almost hard to listen to. Is that it.
0: where it slows up? Forgive me, yeah. Father.
1: And it just for me, it doesn't work. Um, it almost makes me feel like, and I actually wrote this down. Let me say for word for word, makes me feel like I'm drunk. <laughs> But Kinda I'm of like not, now. but not good drunk. <laughs> more like a stand, at, like I can't stand still, kind of drunk, and I'm falling over, and someone needs to hold me up, kind of drunk. Kind of like now. <laughs> that is honestly what that song feels like. I, I'm going to go with "Attitude." Uh, neither made my list, but okay. I, I got to say this particular song, "Thorn Within," it just. It, it's not a bad song it's effective but it honestly feels how the c- progression goes it feels like I'm falling over hammered drunk and I am i can't hold control can myself. I just
0: say one thing I love the fact that there's a um, there's a great part in that river <singing> yeah. Uh so that to me is a, a really cool so go ahead uh, what do you think
2: I, um, okay oh. so Thorn Within made my list and Thorn Within was my late Late game replacement. Wow! Uh, so if I scrap, scrap my uh, eighth or ninth hitter, Cody, I would put Thorn Within. and Win. Oh, wow. um,
0: a little baseball talk. Yeah, a little baseball
2: talk. Yeah.
1: To, uh, uh, a little inside baseball. Literally, I, yeah. I, as if you heard in the wrestling industry, it's called inside. just right. Trying to
0: make you feel comfortable. I just did
1: it on my way. On my way over,
2: uh, you know, Attitude uh, kind of had a hamstring cramp, and Thorn Within <laughs> <laughs> replaced it. I am the Thorn Within. Is just a cool, like it's very poetic. Like, I, I just I kind of dig that, like, Headfield poetry kind of shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the thorn within is just kind of cool. Like,
0: the, the classic, just I am the thorn within. It's, it's, he just hates himself.
2: Right, exactly, man. Like, that. Like, Gosh. but like you said, like, born into attitude, Sleep at the wheel, like, that's all cool, like, too, but like, born into attitude. but like, I just, I just dig that. Like, yeah. Like, neither of these are like strong, like, strong, like, uh, two or three songs on my Unload album or whatever the. We're calling this Super Load. Right, right, whatever. Super load. Uh, Right. <laughs> I but, feel good uh, about Super Load. I think you take some pills for that. <laughs> but Well brother.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, but uh yeah, Thorn Within gets it for me. Just like I like I like the lyrical content. Forgive me father like I like that stuff. Like the forgive me father for I have sinned. That's that's just James wearing his You're heart really, on his sleeve, you know. Like. Is, like
0: he's got some problems.
2: He really and he's really deep.
0: What's Frankie, before you go, what, who'd you pick? Do you pick in uh, Thorn or Thorn or, uh,
2: Within for me, man? Okay.
0: Uh yeah. yeah. So now we go to the song that we're kind of um Picking out of the, of the of the lineup Of the roster Because I feel it's very different From Metallica Ronnie Which <laughs> I'm assuming After kind of Piecing together And listening to it uh, Ronnie is uh, Some guy who gets really mad And goes and kills people uh, First of all The fact that they had a song Called Ronnie You're talking about the band That had Creeping Death And Disposable Heroes And Dyer's Eve And uh, Eye of the Beholder And you know The, the struggle within And it's like you know and Ronnie Ronnie like was Larry booked and I, then Johnny wasn't <laughs> around like Ronnie
1: I feel like they were trying to go for a hey Joe Jimmy Jimi Hendrix type thing
0: yeah because it was kind of the same uh, yeah very similar content. Wasn't Ronnie did he grab a gun and yeah tell, tell hey, hey of, Joe
1: where yeah. are you going with that gun in your Ronnie, type thing?
0: Um, sound. I
1: gotta round, say round, round. it's a cool song I am mean, but it, this is something you and I have talked about quite right. a bit. Uh, Ronnie is like the pinnacle James Hetfield song if James Hetfield had a solo album This is one of the best songs on his solo
0: Did, uh, Ronnie and Mama Said would be yeah. James Hetfield's solo um, songs This is a really good song
1: But I agree with you wholeheartedly This has no business being on a metallic album
0: I agree It's not And listen Once again This is not an, indic- an indictment against the tune It's a very cool tune It's not a Metallica song It's literally Metallica Doing their version of This H-O. is what happens And once again You've got to figure this And I'm saying this With the most utmost respect This is a band Who had sold I don't know At this point in time 10 million records A lot of rock records. album. Yep. Who came into the studio And said This is a song We're putting on there Any producer With any merit Would go James crazy but that being said bob rock produced this and he said okay but bob's also making the points off the blackout. Probably going hey james whatever you so want brother, brother yeah, yeah. escar go on the other <laughs> whatever you want jimmy <laughs> you play what you want to play jimmy it doesn't stand up as a metallica song uh per se it's a good tune so ronnie and what's what are we debating this against we're just saying this is uh, we're just talking about ronnie on a are just saying uh, my point was ronnie Really, after creeping death and freaking, you know, uh, uh, leper Messiah, and it, it was Larry not around and you Jimmy had, wasn't available.
2: You had said that you had said on a text that Ronnie was the most unMetallica song ever, and I kind of and I kind of looked at that. And I, was, I agree with and myself. I, and I, you agree with you, <laughs> yeah. And I went like, wow. I was like, that's a really interesting statement. And then I listened to the song on the way on the way over here, yes. and I was just like, all right, I get what he's talking he said, about, okay. man. Like, I get it. Like, and like that was one of those songs. Like when I heard, that, I was like, this is very. This is very much like I felt like this was Kirk, like like wanting to do like a real ACDC and just bluesy, just
0: like you know. I don't think it's Kirk though. I think it's James. Is it James? Ronnie is Hetfield, Norek. And wow, okay. Hetfield, Norek, ipso facto is McCartney and Lennon. It doesn't mean the flaws had anything to do with it, other than maybe some right uh, arrangement pieces. This is James through and through, just like Mama said. Hetfield, Norek. This is all James Hetfield.
2: So funny to take this whole story about. Back to pro wrestling. I remember years ago. I was it's probably ten years ago at this point. I was working a show, an indie show for Dave Hero in Minnesota, and uh, the guy I was wrestling. I don't know who he, I. I forget his name. Sorry, bro, brother. And uh, when I was in the ring, Jeez, I got introduced first. Dude, that
0: was me. You f-ing was he? you yeah,
2: Was I working you on an indie show in Minnesota in two thousand nine? Yeah. I'm sure I was, I was. Yeah. The black mamba. I'm sure, I'm sure. Remember me? <laughs> you were the masked brother.
0: <laughs> That's my magic is the masked <laughs> dude, brother. I'll tell you what? In A.W., the Masked Brother will appear at one point or another. <laughs> the Masked Brother. You, if we ever do house shows, right. we the first battle. Right. So go ahead. So anyways, <laughs> I remember
2: I go into the ring, and I'm standing in the corner. They introduce me, and I'm like, hey, me. And uh, and, uh, and I remember over the PA, like, Ronnie came on. And I'm like, holy shit, someone's come out to Ronnie. And I'm like, is this guy? This guy's name Ronnie? And his name is like John Smith. And I'm like, wow, why is he coming out to this song? But I remember, like I looked it's over. Double th- ring song. I remember I looked over at the entrance and I saw Jay <laughs> Lefel doing this, doing like the air, the shitty air guitar. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of a cool riff. And I just remember, like, wow, Ronnie, and it just reminded me of that song. But like, oh my yeah, goodness. at the same time, I was like, oh, this is one of those forgotten. Songs. Oh, oh, that's right, Metallica plays this song. That's yes. weird. So like, yeah, it's, it's kind exactly of a, a Metallica. it's kind of a throwaway song, even though the Masked Brother came out to it in 2009 against me. Um, I don't. Uh,
0: it's, it's a greasy it's a riff, riff man. Man. <laughs> song dude That's the farthest thing from it But it's also James in 1997,
2: whatever, just going. I'm going to do whatever talk the hell about I George want.
0: Thurgood right, right there. That's, that's a Skinner, right that's 38 special, you know whatever. That's a Van Zant riff. Point being, Ronnie, we all enjoy the song. Yes. We just don't... Feel, I'm not going to speak for you guys. I just feel it's it's the, it's the least Metallica-esque song ever. Because when you're talking about Low Man's Lyric or Mama Said, at least they had set the precedent with nothing else matters. Sure. This one, there's no precedent for this. It's a very Southern rock tune.
2: I agree with that. But in, you, and you know, on the same token, like this these albums exist in their own like yes. atmosphere. Yes. And to where It's, it's like, their own
0: universe. Right. right
2: to where like these album like these songs are like you're never gonna hear these style of songs again. Never so yet. it's like right. So it's like and it does. It does. Yeah. It's it's a, it's such a, but this whole album is kinda anti Metallica, <laughs> which is kinda which is kinda cool That's and kinda why we're, why we're, we're
0: talking about right. this strange universe where from ninety six to ninety eight they completely and once again, much like Kiss and The Elder, Maiden and The X Factor, uh, I'm sure there's plenty more examples. We had a band that was doing what they felt was the most important thing to stay relevant. And in a way, they did that because they completely uh, f- switched the plot.
2: 100%. And think of, just think of music and pop culture and everything at this time. Like, this was such a pivotal time for everything. everything. Like, the late, like, mid to late 90s to early 2000s. The
0: thing first started. Yeah,
2: man. Like, this is went, such they, a different yeah, time, different time different for everything. Time. So, like...
0: I agree, so we can go back and look at this uh, for, the, for what it is, yeah. which are some really cool songs, uh, different from the past. Now, here's here we go, a lot of these tunes on these records were four minutes, five minutes, Metallica always had an eight minute, nine minute song both of these records end with two songs that are uh, nine minutes, eight minutes eight and a half minutes, Outlaw Torn versus Fixer, which originally, I thought was F-X-X-X-E-R I thought it was called for about the first year that I had the... The three X's were at UCK, yeah, like, okay. And I was like, oh, it's called Fixer. Okay. Well, that's not as cool as... Because th- I thought, <laughs> that's good, right? So, and one little thing, we're gonna start with you, Cody, but Outlaw Torn... You mentioned earlier, Frankie, that this was the longest Metallica record at almost yeah. 80 minutes. Yeah. Apparently, the original Outlaw Torn was an extra minute and a half of jamming at the end that they had to cut.
2: Ten and a half and a half minutes or something? Yeah. Back
0: in the day, you couldn't have a certain amount of, you yeah. couldn't have uh, more than 79.48 on a CD, or right. it might make it skip. So they cut the last minute and a half, but yep. you can not find a whole 11 and a half minute version of Outlaw Torn somewhere. Cody? What do you I think?
1: really like Fixer on Reload. Great, great song. It's a cool song. Uh, it, it it opens with that like seeming. It's like seemingly, wow. yeah. Those dun, that dun, 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 that guitar riff, uh, not even riff, just those. <coughs>
2: just, and then how it just kind of yeah.
1: works in uh, that those guitars uh, screeches into the riff. Yeah. I do want to give the edge to Outlaw Torn because mm-hmm. Outlaw Torn, it just feels like. Quite frankly, a Metallica epic. Yeah, The guitar riff alone is just almost untouchable. It's just a great way to end an album. Mm-hmm. So if I'm ending Super Load, Super Load ends with Outlaw Torn.
0: Great. I agree with you on that, and it's interesting because Outlaw Torn, they started playing it on the stadium shows in the summer, and I was like, why are they doing that? I think I might even text Lars, why are you playing They played Cthulhu out of nowhere, and they played Outlaw Torn out of nowhere because... Both those songs were in the symphony shows. It's great. Uh, yep. Outlaw Torn, I think, was in the original S and M. Yeah, and I think they're probably just remembering how to play it. Listening to both of these, uh, I appreciate the fact they ended both of them with a long jam. And we always this is why Ride and Master worked is they were sister albums mm-hmm. that had uh, ending songs that were same as the beginning songs. Outlaw Torn is a great song. Fixer is a jam. It's a good song there's no hook to fix them. Not at all. There's a great hook to Outlaw Torn. And I appreciated them both. I like what they were doing, but to me, Outlaw Torn is the song because... It fits with the symphony. It's got a great hook. And it is a great way to end an album when you're a tortured Metallica fan in 1996. And I'm dealing with, until it goes puts you to sleep, but I'm dealing with Mama Said, and I'm dealing with Poor Twisted Me, and they finally give me a nine-and-a-half-minute song that's got, okay, it's not fast, but at least it rocks, and it's heavy. So uh, Outlaw Torn wins for me.
2: This was probably the most difficult for me, like, both these like I, I really like that both these both these like eight minute, nine minute jams replace the instrumental. Like if they were gonna have yeah, instrumentals, yeah. like these are what replaced and it. And
0: also too the classic fast Metallica song at the end of a yes. record. Yes, even even Struggle Within was fast. Sure. Yeah. Dyer's Eve. Dire's Eve. You know, Dire's Eve yep. heroes and, um you know, whatever.
2: Outlaw Torn going back to James's like like love of country and cowboy and just great that
0: tune, great song title too. that
2: the outlaw, outlaw torn, torn i i had been when this album came out i had been playing bass for about a year this was the first song i wanted to learn on bass guitar from this record because just that blue you can hear doo, jason doo, playing doo, concept. just that just that greasy little bass riff and just the outlaw torn just just the lyrical content was just so fixer also really good dolls of voodoo you know, like like I, I I dug all of that, but just the outlaw torn it sounded like so much more of a story to me. Just takes you on so much more of a of a journey, journey I think. Yeah. Um, just and like you said, they they played it on the S and record. Just just it a good track. Yeah. Just a good track. And like if that that song is gonna close out my unload super record, sure <laughs> my super, super load. Yeah, super, super load. Yeah, both both good songs. I I liked what they were both doing, but like, um, outlaw torn does it for me.
0: That's the one. So um, I guess. Let, should we go to? Well let me Let me ask you guys Should we say which Album we like better Or should we Let's do our list first I
2: say know? we do our list our And list. like I put mine I put mine in order Of how I would Have them wow, appear you actually did A track list. I did them on tra- I, I did them on a track listing And it And it makes It somewhat makes sense Well okay. I mean I, I did a couple Of late game scraps And you know Like scratches and stuff So But yeah You go
0: first Frankie And then I'll try And put mine in Okay
2: so you. I So I did 13 songs For the unload superload load album so so <laughs> super load. so my album opens with fuel because that's the one i picked so it goes fuel then we go to memory remains good track two nice then we go to devil's dance track three uh we're gonna go track four unforgiven two okay because unforgiven original is also track four track four yeah. right nice call. then we're gonna go to until it sleeps love that love that one then i'm going with king nothing then I go into, from King Nothing over to Hero of the Day. Wow, nice. I go to Bleeding Me after that. This is kind of where it gets, you know, 6, 7, and 8. It kind of gets a little bit mellow. Hero of the Day, we go to Bleeding Me. We go to, uh, after Bleeding Me, we go to Thorn Within, track 9. Yep. Track 10 is going to be Wasting My Hate. You know, uh, Bleeding Me is kind of a slow tempo song. Kind of picks up with Thorn Within. Kind of picks up more with Wasting My Hate. We bring it back down with the one ballad on my... Uh, Super Load, Unload album. Mama said, rearranging the tracks a little bit. I'm gonna put the house the Jack built right here. Okay. Just kind of a heavy song, a heavy brooding song, and then I'm gonna close it out with Outlaw uh, Torn.
1: Nice, good, uh, good list. That's it. There. I'm not gonna lie, that's a hell of an that's album.
0: Of
2: Thanks, album. man. Thank you. I would. This is this. I was looking forward to this more than anything. Just to see how our lists match up, man.
0: Okay, so uh, Cody, go ahead. ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's what the album of Super Load. Should really
2: unload.
0: (laughs) You're saying unload. He's saying super load.
1: (laughs) Well, unload goes that way. Super load goes this way. (laughs) Um, as much as I love fuel, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to open the album. You can do whatever you want, dude. Because I'm not gonna lie to you. Number one. I don't want you to lie. Ain't my bitch. Just how it opens up. Great album opener. Yeah, opener. Yeah. Followed by number two. Fuel. Number three... Too strong, fast, up-tempo. Okay, cool. Number three, Memory Remains. Good. Number four, Devil's Dance. Yep. Number five, Until It Sleeps. Number six, Unforgiven Two. Number seven, King Nothing. Oh. Number eight, we're going to slow it down at beginning with uh, Bleeding Me, which then leads to the ending of it, which speeds up a little bit. Going into number nine... Poor Twisted Me. I might be the only one that really. I didn't put that on my list, but I'm really. Poor Twisted Me. Poor, poor, twisted that was me. that was a late scratch for me. The list for that me. That was a late okay. scratch for me. That's my. Uh, that's the. Uh, you end the record with Twisted Me. No number oh. number ten. Oh, okay. Where the wild things are. Oh oh man! Wow. Wow. I'm on my the list. Only one Cody Superload. Yeah. Yep. Number eleven. Unload. Wasting my hate. Okay. Superload continues <laughs> with two ballads in a row. Oh, Mama bossy. said oh. with its sequel, low man's lyric. I know what it's gonna do from I'm there. I'm throwing the flag on that. Lace, throw the flag all you want, because the flag will be turned away by the referees because we are ending. Without law talk, okay, did that, you end with law that talk? That ends my album okay. too. I didn't put two ballads on it though. That's that's the one they huge were difference,
0: sequels. right? I need one. I can't yeah. have
1: one not have the other.
0: Well, I can have neither because they both stink.
1: Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: brother! All right, God, <laughs> oh, come on. oh, oh, brother, oh, put Ronnie, mama. on this. Didn't All right, here you? we go. Uh, I ate my bitch to kick it off. A memory Remains. I want you guys to make a playlist of all three of our songs. Anybody yeah. listening, do a Spotify playlist. Send us the link, and we will put, we will post them, all of us. Uh My Bitch, number one. Memory Remains, two. Uh, devil's Dance, three. Until It Puts Me to Sleep, four. <laughs> uh, 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 King Nothing, five. Attitude, six. Outlaw Torn, seven. There's your first side, because mine's getting released on wax, baby. Oh, you're doing the double platters, side. Okay, okay, okay. Side two, Fuel starts then it goes house that jack built better than you prince charming thorn within wow waste my hate and then my album just to be different from you guys ends with the greatest one of the greatest metallic songs of all time
2: bleeding me
1: that's great man these are so different man These are Anything so there's bleeding so, me i just yeah. feel like it, it, i i just think the uh the Outlaw Torn is such a great
0: ending. I think Bleeding Me is good. Like I, I, love like, it. I like I think I'll I like. Know, but I'm not gonna end the same. I had originally Outlaw Torn ending with mine too, but I'm not gonna follow you. Did rules? No, truth. <laughs> truthfully,
1: I I I honestly <laughs> felt I, I honestly followed the Metallica uh, progression.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to do something. I, my my side one was originally Bleeding Me. Side two is Outlaw Torn. Uh, Either one works. Both, but I, I, like I said, to me, Bleeding Me is, is 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 the tune. So, um, by the way, great. Uh, lists for both, great debate on both. As we get close to freaking two hours, which people don't have two hours to listen to load and reload. Yes, they do. Yeah. They do. Yes, they, 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 they're
1: going to listen. This is very good stuff. This,
2: this stuff. has never been discussed long form. Like it has, has a, a good ever, point, man, and I'm not like, going to lie to is- you.
1: I've listened to your long podcast
0: myself. Good point. I just times. had Pulp Fiction watch along with Kevin Smith. I have not that watched was it. Two- I will
2: listen. We have listened. I guarantee you, people will right. dig this so podcast. The last man, question
0: is. Uh, uh, Overall thoughts as we revisit "Load and Reload" here, an album that came out in '96 and '97, and we're in 2019. And which album do you like better? We'll start with you, Kiz. For
2: me, "Load." I was so hungry for a new Metallica album at this point. Like I was so, I was at the peak of my fandom. Like I was, I was so just waiting. Like. Back at you know going to stores and looking at magazines and not being able to look online because that didn't exist back then. Going you know going and looking at at the hip paraders and the these type of magazines and seeing like what's going and waiting to get like oh my fan can came in and I got uh, you know there's this there's this footage like just so hungry for any Metallica that when Load came out I was just so psyched I was like finally man and I was into it. And then reload came out and I was into it too, but I just like the excitement level wasn't there. And I just think load overall, like I think even the band decided, like, okay, look at we got these, you know, twenty-eight songs or whatever. These are the songs that we're going with first. And I think they made a decision that we're going with these songs first because these are the one these are the ones that we have more faith in than the other ones. So I, Cody, like we've talked about before, you and I are the two guys that defend this album. Both these albums, you know, like like to the death. Yep. I'm going with Load
1: by a Hair. I like both albums. I still to this day like both albums. I'm going to go with Load by a Hair. I'm going to go with Reload by a Hair. Really? Just by a Hair. And here's why. I think Load, when it comes to quality songs, has more. Yeah. Reload. Has better songs. Okay. So just like it's like you take it's like taking Led Zeppelin three and Led Zeppelin four. Yeah, I can see Led that. Led Zeppelin four has "Stairway to Heaven." Led Zeppelin three has "Immigrant Song," which is killer. Right. But my son's reload, song. Reload. Yeah, reload. I'm sorry. Has "Memory Remains," which in my mind alone. Is worth the price of the entire album right. by itself. I think that is literally "Memory Remains" is Metallica's best musical work that they've I love ever how you put together.
0: Because I'm not taking the piss. Being a Metallica fan since 1980—that's a bold statement, man. I don't think yeah, anybody's ever said that. But I appreciate your passion and your reasons for it. So yeah, man. Go for it!
1: I love it, and that's going to get me multiple death threats no, from no, from no. Talk Is Jericho, fans. I think it's no, I think it's no, great. I, think, I, think, I think, it's think
0: it's very, very cool that you see it that way because I never would have seen that. Yeah, and I, when you mentioned it, I listened to it for, through your eyes yeah. and your ears, and I, I get it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just it's the, very
1: proggy. It's so different. Four yeah, it's it's it. One, it's it's a compressed song. There's not a and um. There's not a.
0: It's like a great a one song.
1: ounce of sound that's wasted. Yeah. There's no. You know, there's no, you know, Kurt Hammett adding an extra bar of yeah. a whammy. And, um, you know.
0: Well, Kurt was banned from doing solos after yeah. this record. Yeah, th- yeah,
1: this this was, I think Lars said, well, Lars' dad came in and said, I think we should delete yeah, <laughs> it. it. should be in the delete. I would say delete that. Why your brother? What do you say?
0: Well, here's what I say. And once again, the we're all rock and roll fans. And when you go through the phases and the times and life and times of the great rock and roll bands, there are people who hated the Stones in the 80s. Dirty Work socks and Undercover the Night sucks. There's people who hate Kiss in the 80s. We hate uh, you know, Unmasked. I know when, when for example, uh, Scotty and Mike Portnoy went and saw Kiss, End of the Road. We hate they played so much 80s stuff. They hate 80s Kiss when you're talking about uh, 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 late 70s, early 80s Aerosmith when Joe Perry was out of the band. Yeah. There's a certain lineage when you have a band that's been great for 20, 30, 40 years where they do things that maybe you don't like. And like we said, there's only one Slayer and one ACDC that can do the same record all the time. Right. The rest of the great bands that we know and love had ebbs and flows to yep. where maybe we don't appreciate uh, Zoo TV uh, uh, yeah. 2. Yep. Uh, the, 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 was it The Fly? Yep, oh, yep. yep. I, The Fly. The yep. Fly and I Hate Lemon and that era of YouTube, yep. but when you go to the whole body of work, I think the load-reload era for Metallica was very important because it helped them bridge the gap from super thrash band, super prog thrash band, biggest heavy metal band in the world to where do we go from here? Let's just do things <laughs> on. Look
2: what they were coming off of, man. Right. Look what they were coming off, the Black album. Like, so,
0: so like I said, what do right. you do? Do we go back into thrash? Right. Or do we take the Black album and strip it down even more? And they did it. Right. And here's here's why why I love Metallica. When they did the uh, Garage Days, yeah. they did another Diamond Head song. Yeah. They did a Sabbath song. They did a really cool Blue Oyster Cult song. They did a 10-minute Merciful Fate Merciful medley. Fate. Yep. Now, Merciful Fate, if you don't know, is one of the heaviest heavy metal, pure fucking yeah. heavy metal, satanic heavy metal from Denmark. When they came back from Load and Reload and did a 10-minute Merciful Fate uh, medley, on Garage These are visited. I was like, Oh, they get it. They're back. Yep. They they understand. Listen, we went this way. Now we're gonna go all the way this way. And that led them to here. I think Load is a better record. Um I remember when Reload first came out, I was super like, This is the best Metallica record. I love it, I love it, love it. It doesn't age as well. I think reload songs are better. I think Mama Said is better. I think Ronnie is great. But as a tandem release, putting together our fourteen best songs, yeah. That's a pretty strong record for you in your opinion in your opinion all three of them i bet you there's probably eight or nine songs that we all agreed upon yeah. it was a great time for them there's if, maybe, if you understand yeah. it wasn't about thrash metal anymore
2: right and it was uh, going back to your point about slayer like like the, the biggest b- bitch about slayer people like oh it all sounds the same it's like dude what are you expecting are you it's expecting you to do a reggae record right. same with acdc <laughs> it's like dude it's Slayer. It's ACDC, dude. There are two that can get right, away with it. Right. But, like, Metallica comes out, like, the De Niro doing Meet the Fockers analogy. Like, so hey, what? Look at Queen. Queen, right. did everything. Queen was mm-hmm. a metal band, dude. People don't. But they
0: were also a pop band, and they right. were. Right. Queen was a metal band, band, band back in the day, and they came out and they did with these
2: great pop songs and great ballads. And, let's
0: and, and I think now, as we revisit this, revisit this they should and could put. One or two of these songs in the set That wasn't Fuel and Memory I think they could put Until It Sleeps I think they could do Bleeding Me I, I bet you as the tours progress They will throw these songs in there Because they've played all their classics These are classics that people don't realize are Dude, I'm,
2: yeah. a, I'm a guy that when I go and see a concert I like to hear the hits Like, I, I love to hear the hits With Metallica, that's my one band That I want to hear the deep tracks Well,
0: cause, well listen, they do it right though you They know, play 12 hits sure. And they rotate the six. And that's where you get to hear your Ride the Lightning, Four Horsemen, Trapped on the Ice, whatever. And I think next time they'll throw one of these in there. I would love it. Because I think there's a lot more respect for these two records now than there was then. Because all of us grew up and realized just because you cut your Hair and put eyeliner on. Yeah, and make out with your friend.
1: No, it's right. weird. <laughs> That's weird.
0: <laughs> they, they they were just trying. They were trying shit. Yeah, and, and you know, listen. Last question. Favorite song off Load. Favorite song off Reload. Go
1: Boom. for it. Go uh, me. Memory remains. It's the best song look, they've done. Why?
0: The best song from me Relo- from Load. Uh, Load. Oh man.
1: Um. Honestly. Um. It's between Until It Sleeps and Bleeding Me. I'm gonna go with Bleeding Me. Okay,
0: Frankie.
1: It's a really tough
2: question, man. Um. God, memory remains is a great song. Great song. I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna go with and this is this is a weird, this is a weird like connection I made when I was there live at the forum watching him play it. I love King Nothing. Like that's cool. It, it's just it's I had this weird connection. I remember sitting up in the cheap seats because I was not. Making a lot of money as an indie jabron at the time, as the mass Brother, as the mass Brother up in the stands, and just watching the stage open up and the and like red smoke come out and King Nothing riff open up. But those are two different records. It's my yeah. I know I know, but like King, but oh, of the, of the two of the two I'm talking. Maybe like, remains is on Reload. Yeah, so he's talking what his favorite unload is. I'm talking I'm talking unload. Re- oh, oh, on yeah. on yeah, super yeah. Load? Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm talking about Load. <laughs> You just have to be different. No, what's your favorite song from Lotus King? Nothing. Okay, so so
2: from Lotus from from uh Lotus King and the Key Nothing. And from Reload. reload. <laughs> from Reload. God, that's tough. Also, I mean, just because of its because of its place in this set of Metallica going forward, I got to go with Fuel. Just because of where it is, I I know Cody, this is gonna have heat with you.
0: No, I was
2: I, w- I, w- I I and mean, just because food. of like song. And like, dude, because I'm such a James Hetfield guy, and like, I, I've like read articles and like read interviews with James Heffield going like, I love this song, and it's like, I'm such a James guy. Like, like anything that James likes, I'm. Li- like, I'm not I'm, gonna lie, I
1: love the song. I'm all on board. Man, it's about street race. If I
0: went to Metallica gig tomorrow and they busted up bleeding me and memory remains, I'd be f- super stoked. Right. Mm-hmm. Load and reload. What a great, uh, what a great performance here. It's are going to remember this. They're going to put this in a time capsule.
2: I think so, man. Yeah. I think so. Like I said, this this, this, should. this, this is never Frost discussed, never man. We've, we've done the Lord's work. Here's Bleeding Me by Metallica.
3: Man.
0: Let's
2: Thanks, boys. dance. We got a lot of bottles
0: here. You better start drinking, eh? My brother. Fortune fame. Mirror fame. <laughs> God insane.
1: Hey, can I take something from you? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Try it, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it ain't my bitch. It oh, yeah. Ain't my bitch. It oh, yeah. my bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>